the Crash and Mars podcast. I've got something fun here uh, to start off the news. And first of all, while we were uh, chilling out, we got a book dropped off to the radio station from Emil Tideman. Oh, okay. And it is called The Ultimate Edmonton Trivia Book. <gasps> Ooh. So cool. The and Now Family is worried you're reading The Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> I was not. No, I saw They're that. watching you on Now TV. No, I was not. Shaking. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the um, the card that he dropped yeah, yeah. off. says, thank you, Crash Mars, for all the laughs, the smiles, and the joyous mornings. Oh. When we need that lift in the morning, especially on bad days, you're there to remind us that things aren't so bad, that they will get better, and that we simply need to enjoy the small things more. Oh, that's nice. And he uh, dropped off the book and said, P.S. You two appear on page 110. What? Yeah. <laughs> he put us in his Ooh, trivia. We're in a book? That's yeah. cool. Does that make me like a published author? No. No. Oh. no Emil. <laughs> Emil is the author. Okay, Emil's got it. Okay, yeah, right, he's right. got it. Uh, yeah. You're just in the book. I'm in the book. You're okay, in the book. <laughs> This is nice. But I know. We wow. feel very fancy. So thank you so much. This book is awesome. And I thought that we could quickly do some Edmonton trivia. Ooh. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to see how much you guys actually know. Oh, I'm going to know zero. <laughs> no, Haley, you'll be good. I don't know. I haven't lived in Edmonton that long. You, sh- Yeah, but just. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have. Not in. I've only lived in Edmonton for like six years. But you've been around. Yeah, outside. So you would know a little bit. (laughs) A little bit? Okay, well, let's Let's go through it. Crash, (laughs) don't get your Google ready. What are you Googling? What? You're not allowed oh, no, to no, Google no, answers. No, I, I, I thought I would just uh, set the mood for okay, you here. And, and nobody look at the app right now because I know for okay. sure the Now family is going to know these ones and you guys are not. Yeah. Okay, got her closed down. Okay, no, so I, don't look. Because okay, it, I'm not looking. I just, because the Now family is way smarter than us. I, I just lined this up for you. What you what is this? Oh, it's like trivia, fun oh, okay. music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this another Boston legal intro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I you, wish. You guys can play along, too. If you know the answer, text it in. But I've just instructed these guys to not look. Because mm-hmm. like I said, yeah, I, I know you guys will know. Yeah. All right. This is, a, th- by the way, this book written by Emil has 700 questions about Edmonton. Wow. wow. I will say, too. Great quality book. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. That's a gorgeous it's a good book. Good looking book. Picture of the uh, art gallery on the cover. Yeah, beautiful. it's mm. very cool. Yeah. All right, okay. Okay, so here we go. Um, I've just randomly. <laughs> I think you gave Haley anxiety. I'm, I'm focused. <laughs> focused. Okay. I want to win. Okay. Number one, uh, just if you know the if you know it, just yell it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the giant ship at West Edmonton Mall? Uh, the Stallion. Stallion. The stallion of the sea. I have no clue. Is <laughs> <laughs> the maiden? The maiden? No. I'm, I'm sticking with it's stallion. Not, it's not stallion. It is not maiden. Oh, Do you want to guess again? Uh, what does it start with? Yeah, can we have a hint? Yeah, we need hints on Okay, this well, one. it starts with the letter or the word the. Okay. And then the first word, it's two words, is an S. The salty booger? No, it's not the salty booger. <laughs> the Sultan of the Sea. <laughs> the Sultan of the Sea. No, you guys are oh. both wrong. I'm going to have a look to see if the Now family knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they've all got it. Damn. It is, in fact, the Santa Maria. Oh, yes, it is. How did we not get that? <laughs> I don't know. I've heard booger. that name so much, too. Oh, I Damn. know. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. All right. Number two here. Yeah. <laughs> The Muttart Conservatory is made up of how many glass pyramids? Three. Three. Wrong. Is what? it four? No, it's two. I'm Wrong. just trying to think of any graphics. Is it, is it, is it four? Wrong. Is I it dr- five? 
They don't have five pyramids. I've driven by there so many times. Is it ten? <laughs> I don't know. It's two hundred. No, I'm just two hundred <laughs> pyramids. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm going four then. Four. Oh, a confident four. Okay, I'm okay. gonna go confident five. A confident five, and the winner is Haley. Oh, oh! prime numbers. Five glass pyramids. Do all those pyramids have butterflies? I have no idea. I've never been. I've never been. In I there. don't know if they do. Uh, I don't. I don't have know. You, if all have of you them. been to the? Is it Mutart? The Mutart. Mutart. Um, Mutart. I, I haven't been there in a very long time. Okay. Did they have butterflies though? Right. They did. Yeah. Ah, cool. Yeah. Okay. Four large period pyramids and one small pyramid. Okay, so we're both right. Yeah. So yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I asked, we're both. I asked both. how many Team pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Let's do another one here. Uh huh. These are hard. Okay, while dating Wayne Gretzky. Oh no. Which local singer had a number one hit song called Never Say Die? Oh my god. Oh, I don't know. This is before I was like local a singer? Yeah. She had a number one hit. Oh god, local. The now family will know this because oh, guaranteed. because like huge Gretzky fans will yeah. know this for sure. And it would be a, a dated artist. A date. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that was back well, yeah. in the day. The, the, no, it is not Duran Duran now, family. <laughs> Who texted in Duran yeah, Duran? That was my guess. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky dated Duran Duran. <laughs> what a time it was in the 80s. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I wasn't alive in the 80s. I don't oh, know. yeah. Okay. Um, the now family's getting it. Uh, 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 Bonnie Tyler? Bonnie Tyler? I don't know. I don't know who's, who's local. Yeah, my mind's going yeah, who, blank what for local, local musicians. <laughs> is it a big name? Uh, no, but when I say it, you guys will. Be like, why yeah, did I think about I'm that? I'm totally hooped on that. Uh, no it is, in fact, Vicky Moss, the sister of oh, Joey Moss. Oh, yes. I okay. never would have got that. No. Yeah, no. You're right. Apparently, right. her hit was on the Canadian Adult Contemporary Charts. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Cool. Good for yeah. her. So there you go. Yeah. All right, let's do another Kay. one here. I, I just... Uh, Bookmarked a few. By the way, if you're just tuning in, uh, Mars is reading from the ultimate book of Edmonton trivia. And we're Close. terrible the, at it. The oh, ult- she, she moves the cover. I'm like, stop moving the cover. <laughs> the ultimate Edmonton trivia book. Uh, Emil is the author and he just dropped it off for us. So. And we're in the book, guys. Yeah. We're I've never been in a book I mean, before. Me neither. It's mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah. All right. Here's another one for you. Published for the first time in 1880. Mm-hmm. What was the name of Edmonton's first newspaper? Oh, the, the you know what? I'm going to say journal. I feel like journal should probably has been around for a long time. The Edmonton Journal. I'm going to say the Edmonton Sun. Because we found those old uh, newspapers in a freezer. Remember those? Those are old timey ones with racist jokes. Yeah, they were pretty racist. (laughs) They're very Um, racist. But was that the Edmonton Journal or was that journal? Was that another paper? I'm pretty sure it was journal. What is it? The Edmonton Tribune. That sounds old timey. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to change <laughs> it to Tribune. Okay, the Edmonton Tribune. Yeah, I'm yeah. still sticking with Edmonton Sun. And the Edmonton Sun. The you- Sun? I don't know. <laughs> you think the Sun Network was around in the 1800s? Well, I don't know what else to name stuff after. The Sun's always been around. Sometimes it feels like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, anyways, no, you guys are both wrong. <laughs> it is, in fact, the Edmonton Bulletin. Oh, okay. That sounds so, old timey. Gosh, yeah. you were right to say Tribune, Tribune because it sounds old time. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, big congrats to the now family members 
on point with that. You guys are getting it, eh? You guys oh, know these. Oh, I, this would be a perfect coffee table reader. Yeah. Wouldn't it? This yeah. is so much fun. Yeah. It's making me feel dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's another one, Haley. You probably won't know this one. Global Edmonton mm-hmm. was launched on September 1st, 1974 mm-hmm. under a different name. What was it? Oh, it was the call letters. Um, it was C. It's got to be C something. I'm, I'm, I'm. Now family's got it. My mind's going to stupid Winnipeg, which was C candy. Um, God, you guys, the now family is so good at this. Oh, we're terrible at this. C, C K R Y. C K R Y. C W X Z. I don't know. <laughs> You guys are so far away. Oh, no. You're so far away from the right answer. Is it a word? No. It is call letters, it, right? It's letters. It's not their call letters. Is three? it NBC? It's three letters. It's not NBC, and Haley. it starts with C, because it always has to start with C in Canada. Yeah. Um, CJ. Woo! Uh, CJT? No. Ooh. Is it GBL for global? No. (laughs) Someone just texted in (laughs) LMNOP. No, ITV. ITV. That's what it was. ITV. Yeah. I remember ITV. Yeah. I do. No clue. Uh ITV was around for, oh, I guess global launched. But wasn't ITV around after that too? Mm. I thought it was for sure. Yeah. Okay, next one here. Oh, Haley's on the phone. Mm-hmm. I got to give me a hot tease. You want a hot tease? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll just give you one on on your own. Sure. Oh, here, Crash. This is for you. Okay, all right. You'll all get right. this one. Yeah. Which cookbook series was founded in 1981 by Jean per- Jean Perret? Company's coming. Yeah, there you go. Company's coming. <laughs> <laughs> She's my bestie. Okay, while Haley's on the phone, I'll do another one here. Yeah. Which local pizza place is quote Still making it great. Still making it great. What, what are you uh, doing? I'm just trying to feel the jingle here. Isn't um, it? Pizza's great. Nope. Still making it great. Still making, making it great. great. Haley, we're talking about pizza. Which local pizza place is still making Make it great? great? Oh, God. Um, Royal Pizza. Royal Pizza. Still making it great. (laughs) (laughs) It's totally royal, right? It is Royal Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is royal. All right. All right. Here's another one. Which premium casual national restaurant chain was established in Edmonton? Pizza. 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 In 1982. It's the one I want to have. That's the original one. You guys are both. Wrong. What? What? No. Is it Lululemon? No, it's, no, it's a, a restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Lululemon is from Vancouver. <laughs> restaurant Earls. Nope. Earls is Vancouver. Oodle Noodle. No, it is not Oodle Noodle. They are Edmonton based, though. Yeah. They are. What is it? And it this a, is a national. It's a premium, yeah. casual, national restaurant chain established in edmonton in 1982 joey's now that's vancouver ah uh, can we have a hint what are they what's what's something that they serve is it the keg the sawmill oh the keg yeah you know what i'm gonna take keg is it the keg it is not the keg God damn ruth's chris it is not ruth's chris yeah the sawmill japanese village oh, the sawmill I it is here. not japanese village it is not the sawmill <laughs> 
We're running uh, out of restaurants. Um, premium restaurants. I'm, premium casual. Um, okay. Uh, they recently... Have we been to one? Oh, lots of have, times. Have lots? I been to one? Yes, of course you've been to one. Of course. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. There. There's. There's some over there. They're everywhere. Yeah. Milestones. Not milestones. Crash already. Canadian brew house. Crash already said it. Montana's. I said it. Yep. Ah, oh, damn. I should have slowed down. Is it the CBH? What's the CBH? Canadian brew house. Oh, Canadian oh, brew house. Nope. Not in 1982. Oh. <laughs> I said it already. Is it? Is it Earl's? It's Earl's. It is Earl's. Oh, that is Tin Edmund- Palace the original? Uh, I don't. Where is the original? Where's the original Earls? Uh, yeah, the first Earls. So Korean War veteran Leroy Earl Bus Fuller opened his first restaurant in Montana in 1954 called Green and White. Mm-hmm. By the end of the decade, he moved to Canada, operated a large number of A&W franchises in Edmonton, and then in 1982, he opened his first premium casual restaurant that he named Earls. Huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're bad at this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are terrible Edmontonians. You guys are pretty bad at this. Oh my god! All right, we'll do another one. Okay. Yeah. Um, which Sherlock Holmes location opened first, West Edmonton Mall or Rice Howard Way? Rice Howard. Rice Way. Howard Way. Wrong. What? <laughs> West Edmonton Mall opened in 1985, two years before downtown. Oh my god! We're I should know this. <laughs> Because we know the original peeps. <laughs> <laughs> we do. I should know what location it is. We do know on. the original owners, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, here's another one. All right, let's see this. Can you sing the popular jingle mm. from Edmonton's Lido restaurant? I wasn't around for it. Uh, Lido, Lido, you went Lido. To, no, doesn't. No, you're singing <laughs> dreidel, late dreidel, dreidel. dreidel. <laughs> A Jewish song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Um... La, you, you wouldn't know it if you didn't I, grow you've up here. You've sung this to me before. I have. You, when crashes, when crashes, having a hard time falling asleep. She sings he me lays the Lido my, jingle. He lays in my lap, and I sing. Stroke his hair. Yeah, yeah. Four two six five zero five zero. If you're hungry, call the Lido. Yeah. Free delivery. Free delivery too. Can you believe it? Can you believe it, guys? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's great. That is awesome. Yeah. Cool. There's so many more questions. Yeah, if you get, I don't I don't know if it's in the bookstores. I would imagine I it would be. I don't know. But if you can get your hands on this, you know uh, that would be perfect to throw on your coffee table. Mm-hmm. It does say manufactured by amazon.ca. So okay, so give it a look. Maybe go over there and have it a look. That's fun. Yeah. yeah it's there on you Amazon. Go. It yeah. is on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Yeah, 15 bucks, guys. All right. Thank you. There you That's go. It's been another edition of <laughs> Edmonton trivia. Yes. Mars and Crash and Haley are bad at Edmonton trivia. Bad at it. <laughs> and speaking. Yeah. And speaking. Oh, I said Mars first. I'm like, no, she was good at it. <laughs> well, I was reading day. it. Yeah, I'm right. sure if you asked me, I wouldn't know. Oh, uh, that's fun. There you go. The ultimate Edmonton trivia book. We'll get a photo of that too and put it over on the Now Radio yeah, yeah. Instagram and Crash and Mars Instagram. Yeah, we'll throw a link up there. That's fun. That yeah, is a so lot of fun. Thanks so much for including us in that book too. That's yeah, great. that is super cool. Mm-hmm. That is very cool. They say the best way to someone's heart is through their stomach, which doesn't work anatomically, but it still looks good to me. And if that's the case, maybe we shouldn't spend so much time arguing about food. In a new poll, 45% of couples say that they argue about where they're going out to eat. And that's probably conservative. A while back, we heard that the average couple argues 156 times every year over where to order dinner from. Oh, Now, the rest of the seven most common arguments couples have about food are the following. 
Um, my partner doesn't cook as often as I would want them to. Mm-hmm. 42% of people say that they are pulling way too much weight in the food prep part of home. Yeah, that's okay. No? Um, like, I, I do the brunt of the cooking. Yeah, you do most of the cooking. Yeah, I like to jazz things up. Are you mad about that? Would you rather me do more? No. Some days I'm mad just because I don't feel like doing it. Yeah, I don't. And I don't feel like ordering skip because yeah. I don't want to feel like crap after. I know. I don't feel like prepping a show for two hours a sure, night. Sure, yeah. Here we are. Here but we here, are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't Thanks, feel like Mars. I don't feel like getting up at four a.m. But here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Who does most of the cooking in your house? Uh, it's pretty fifty-fifty. Nice. It comes down to like we'll take. Well, turns. hold on. Cooking is not opening an app and ordering. Okay, that you need to mind your own business. <laughs> Then Hayden does the most yeah, cooking, Hayden I guess, crash. <laughs> cooking counts if it's on an app. Uh, yeah, okay. No, I don't think it does. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we'll alternate for yeah. the most part. And if one of us really doesn't want to cook dinner, but it's their turn, the mm-hmm. other person helps. Oh, okay. It's just okay. It's easier. Yeah. You never get too many cooks in the kitchen? No, it's just the two of us. Mm. Okay. Uh, people <laughs> fight over whether or not someone followed a recipe incorrectly. Oh, yeah. I get in fights about that. No. Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's not in the recipe. You can't put it in there. You can't substitute that. (laughs) That's exactly it. Yeah, 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 literally. That's exactly (laughs) it. Uh, What to cook for dinner, people get in an argument about. Well, sometimes you just kind of get bored with food, too, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Get bored with the food in your house. Yeah, yeah. What the grocery budget should be. People argue about that as well. Mm. Mm, We don't really do that. Yeah. Who should be cooking dinner? That's pretty much the same if someone does it more than the other. Yeah. Uh, and my personal favorite, what groceries to buy? Mm. Apparently, when two people go grocery shopping separately, very different groceries are usually purchased. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time, yeah. When, when I go with by myself, yeah. it's usually significantly less because yeah. I'm in my headspace. I'm like, I'm not going to get any snacks. I don't have somebody here to re- rebound off of yeah, yeah. to try and convince me to get snacks. Uh-huh. When it's Hayden and I, yeah. we spend like 50 extra dollars in snacks. Well, yeah, it just uh, adds up quickly. Well, because I'm like, well... Would would you eat these? Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Well, would would you eat these? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I would. Yeah, get them all. Chocolate almonds in the bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Mars went grocery shopping over the weekend. I did. And I sent her uh, with a list. I'm like, yeah. here's what I need for uh, a couple dishes that I want to make throughout yeah. the week. Mm-hmm. And then she came back with a lot more. And uh, there's like uh, a plethora of crackers in the in the uh, pantry cupboards. Mm-hmm. I opened the fridge and there's a cheese explosion in there. I'm like, wow, what's going on here? <laughs> Does Mars want to do my grocery shopping? <laughs> <laughs> Crackers, cheese. Yeah, a bunch of fancy cheeses. I'm like, damn. I bought a baguette. Yeah, a baguette I, rolled in. Which I already ate. Oh, I love baguettes. Me too. You gotta del- eat them. It was like day. a cheesy Italian baguette. Yeah, it was so oh. delicious. And oh. fresh. And oh. Yeah, it was so soft. It went so well good. with that great cheese that she bought. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come do my grocery shopping. Yeah. <laughs> it's all cheese. <laughs> mm. uh, Brittany says, yep, I'm making breakfast, dinner, and sometimes evening snacks. I work from home, so my husband is tired, but all he does is barbecue in the summer. It would be nice in the other seasons to get some help. Well, you can barbecue in the winter. Yeah, Hayden barbecues in the winter. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I know everyone's like, oh, barbecue season is summer. No, barbecue no, year-round. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely can. 43% of people say that they've dumped someone because they were a bad cook. Oh. Wow. Although, you would have to be pretty bad, right? Yeah. Or do you think they do it on purpose? That way, I, they I don't don't, they, that way they're not expected to cook any sort of meal. I don't know if I would dump someone over uh, not being able to cook. Uh-huh. What if they couldn't even make like a simple mac and cheese? 
Well, are you dumb or can you not are cook? You dumb? Like, there's, you know what I mean? Like, like, are you gonna put effort into try and learn? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Are you like, just because everyone should be able to? If you you can follow a YouTube video yeah. or a blog of recipes, you should be able to do some simpler yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. You should be able to follow a recipe. <laughs> yeah. That's so okay. I get, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like some people aren't great cooks. That's fine. Some yeah. people mm-hmm. are dumb. And <laughs> that works. That's I'll dump for you some. for that. <laughs> <laughs> One good thing uh, that's happened is that we're more aware that germs aren't only in dirty places like, you know, the bottom of a toilet seat. Mm -hmm. A new study out of the UK says that the average person's vehicle has significantly more bacterial contamination than the average toilet seat. So what does that mean? Hmm. Our cars are gross. Well, yeah. Think about what you do in there. You cough, you sneeze, you eat. Yeah, but all contamination is not created equal, right? Do you guys want to guess? Because they they swabbed cars. Yeah. All different locations of the car. Yeah. The highest concentration of bacteria. Where do you think it was found? Uh, I'm going to guess uh, steering wheel, like Kay. the center. Okay. I'm going to guess. How many times have you wiped like spit and snot off there? Well, yeah, that's why I'm going to go uh, climate control. Because oh. you're either like, let's say your nose is running because oh. you're like, oh, it's a little cold in here. Right. So you give a quick wipe and then you crank up the heat. Okay, all yeah. right, all right. Mm, no, I think it's the seats. Oh. Because think about it. If somebody's driving in their car and they go, they're going to wipe it on their seat. <laughs> oh. I've never, I don't think I've ever wiped I've snot on my it. seat. Oh, Do you, not don't, you don't ride with degenerates seats. then? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll wipe it on like my pants or something. <laughs> I've never no. wiped a boog on my seat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about boogs on my seat. Yeah, we're... we're Okay. Well, you guys were all wrong. Oh. Um, as a matter of fact, the highest concentration of bacteria is typically in the trunk. The trunk. And these are normal everyday cars, not just the ones used to like dump bodies. Oh, why the trunk? I don't know. They said the trunk is the grossest. The next nastiest spot, Haley's right, the driver's seat, huh. wiping those boogs. Is it because of boogs or is it because you're cutting farts in there? Probably no. a combo of both. Yeah, right? I mean, it could be the farts, but I feel like the farts go away, don't they? Like, I don't know. I think if you pump enough farts into the fabric and the foam, it'll hold it. Yeah, there must be a breaking point where they can't <laughs> absorb any more, though, right? Exactly, yeah. Your seats are just screaming no more. Total fart saturation. <laughs> My God. Your TFS. <laughs> yeah, standard. Yeah. You want to check that before you buy a new car. Mm. No one's ever, like, sat down on a plushy cushion and had, like, a fart waft up, have they? I've smelled some bad fabric. No. It must, right? Because, like, your clothes will contain, like, you can smell some old cologne or deodorant yeah. in your clothes. Yeah, and if you get enough uh, enough gas pumping into your seat. No, I think we live in a world where it goes away. I don't think so. Like, maybe, like, you know, like a spray deodorant or a perfume will linger for hours. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, a, a fart does not. I, like, I feel like it dissipates. I don't know if it, if it holds in foam. I think it would. Like, if, picture if uh, uh, one then, was blasted out in the seat. Yeah. And it's dead of summer. You close your door and your car reaches like 50, 50 degrees in there. It's Ooh. baking the fart now in the foam. There's a reason there's fellows out there uh, paying to sniff people's car seats. <laughs> and it's, it's not because the, the seat doesn't retain smell. If you catch my drift. Oh. Really? Yeah. But then wouldn't our pants? No, because you wash them. That's true. When do you wash your car seat? But wouldn't the pants then, like, all day? Well, no. Well, how, how heavy is one? <laughs> oh. Well, no, like, what I'm saying is, like. That's disappointing to hear. <laughs> no. If you crapped yourself, yeah. No, what, you... like, what I'm saying is, is that, like, if, 
like not if you crapped yourself, but like if you're, what is the difference and why would a car seat hold a fart and not your pants? Because the car seat has not been washed yeah, and you just keep pumping farts into it. Whereas my pants, if they've uh, had a couple, okay. if they've had a couple throughout the day blast through, they're being washed. So that nothing's lingering in but, it. But like when you move, like when you move your pants and your pants like crinkle around, mm-hmm. you don't get smells off of those, you know, two hours after blasting a fart. Well, that's what Haley was mentioning. The, the total fart saturation is the, the, the pants haven't been saturated yet. Yeah. They can still release it. They're not full. They can handle it. Yeah. The fabric is not like packed with uh, like bacteria. <laughs> So are you worried then, like, if you get into, let's say you're buying a truck on Kijiji, Ooh. if you threw yourself into the driver's seat, yeah. are you worried about a, a, a waft? If you're buying a vehicle in the winter, get it running for a while, get that heat pumping in there, and then jump in the cab. That's that's what it'll smell like. Just like you would with your toe when you're stepping onto a, a frozen lake. Touch it. Give it a little test. Before you buy a new car, you always reach in hand first. You push on those seats. No, yeah. And you look and Feel you smell. Feel the firmness. Mm-hmm. And then go. No. Yeah. Don't. Like, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, I right love now. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been waiting for this vehicle. <laughs> That's how you know. Then you touch a passenger seat. And... No. Oh, oh. Double down. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll give you 50 bucks more. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This text here says, wow, never buying a used car ever again. Has anyone smelled the seat in a used car? Well, a lot of people have. Time is off. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like as well this morning at 56789. We would love to hear from you guys. I want to know about your stinkiest, rankiest uh, furniture. What? Who was farting in there? Maybe it was a car. Mm. Lots of couches are yeah. coming in. Mars doesn't believe that if you're farting in the same spot that eventually it just I it holds the sink. I don't believe it. Yeah, I, I don't. These porous fabrics are absorbing it. Like, yeah. how often are you cleaning a couch? You don't. Oh, God. Like, you, maybe a vacuum, but you're never ever... Steaming? Who's you're steaming? You're not in there. Now, who's steaming a it's couch? A surface clean, the best. Right? The couch is just a couch until you get rid of it. Oh, yeah. And that's someone else's stinky problem. Oh. <laughs> this question here says that they... What if there's heated seats? Will the heated seats bring out the fart waft? I sometimes wonder that with mine. What do you mean? Do you mean enhancing it or actually doing a little cleaning by expelling it from the seat? Oh, I think it would enhance it. Because I feel like it, uh, I feel like a, a hot fart molecule will attach deeper into the fabric than uh, a, a room temperature one. It's baked in now. Yeah. Yeah. Like All a right. baked on dish. A new study says the average person's vehicle has significant... <laughs> Significantly more germs than the average toilet seat. The most contaminated part of the car is the trunk. And now that has us super curious about farts and seats. Damn right. Yeah, wherever your butt's hitting. If you had a couch or a car that was heavily farted on, Mm -hmm. does it still smell? Oh, hands down. It stinks. Remember our old chairs in the studio? Yeah, those ones stunk. They smelled like poop. I don't think those were farts, though. Like, why should why should we have worked in these conditions? What else could it have been? <laughs> I think it was just like like just old uh, clo- clothing uh, collection of. I think it was old clothing. Poop. Uh, it smelled like poop. I know this. I know. If I had a solo show, there'd probably be a lot of farts in here too. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we know who it Let's is. be honest. <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody prove prove this. Is there farts and seats? Yeah, 100%. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast.
Alrighty, we're talking about the dirtiest spot in your car, and that led us to a number of questions, including uh, does your driver's seat or your passenger seat, does the foam hold farts? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason why we're wondering that is because... Um, the front seat is considered to be one of the most germiest. It's yeah. the second. She, yeah, that, that yeah. seat is nasty. Yeah, that seat is nasty. Mm-hmm. So we want to know about your stinky fabrics. Was it a um, was it a couch? Was it a chair? A lot of gaming chairs are coming in. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. you're putting shifts. a lot of time in there. Yeah, long long hours. Oh yeah, those chairs should all be leather. <laughs> Yeah, even leather. I, I feel like leather, they're just... like leather has a great smell, but I think your ass can ruin it. Oh, and they're not. A... Go ahead. You're not always living that uh, pant filtered life because we've all heard the tale of like, the piss <laughs> bottles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's pants down a lot of the time. And you know they're sitting in the underwear, and it's a little holy. So there's cheeks up against leather. If rubbing, there's rubbing even raw. underwear, mm-hmm. talking yeah. saddle sores. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Um, here, uh, anonymous can start things up. Anonymous, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. We're trying to get to the bottom of uh, fabric, if it can hold a fart. Uh, What's your situation? Well, my boyfriend loves to fart on the bed and make the springs, like, make sounds. Like, he farts. He just does it on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) He gets his jollies and farting in the springs of the bed, and it's, like, not cool. It's not cool. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever, like, when he's not around, have you ever smelled his side of the bed and does it smell like a fart? You know what? I literally have a glaze of Febreze bottle beside my bed because it's but stinks so bad. Oh wow! wow okay. Gotta get that antibacterial <laughs> Febreze. Yeah, so that's yeah. that has knocked it down. Yeah, yeah, it's, it helps. Yeah, for a little bit till the next one comes out. But he'll sit, he'll be sitting there on his phone playing this like match three game, and he'll just fart, and it goes like like vibrates right through the king size mattress because you can hear every spring vibrate. <laughs> wow, you can actually hear the springs vibrating. You can, spring. yeah. Wow, he's got like thunder ass. <laughs> what a guy yeah that is great wow <laughs> all right okay thanks anonymous <laughs> yeah have a good day yeah you too bye-bye i didn't even think about the mattresses and like ginge you're all about the memory foam mattress yeah oh my god oh, have you thought about that before? but it's it's soundproof i'm worried about this man's penetrating through like the pocket <laughs> well, coils yeah. into the springs it's incredible getting that reverb the yeah. psi out of that, his bunger that guy's got a hearty bean diet i think Hmm. Um, I'm just Googling if your memory foam mattresses hold farts. Yeah, because that should be a big concern. They should put a warning on all uh, oh, memory foam mattresses. You ready for the question? <laughs> yeah. If you fart on a memory foam mattress, does it remember? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It would though, right? It's a foam. Well, think about it. They've got all those like tiny little air pockets in the foam. Oh. So if your fart permeates through it and gets real deep down oh, in it there, it gets trapped in there. It could get trapped, <gasps> and then when you roll around, it's like poof. it's just releasing it like oh, spores from a mushroom. Oh god, oh. a bunch of little fart bubbles. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, that is nasty. Is the sheet not cutting the job as a as a filter between that and the mattress? No. Well, no. you have those plastic sheets though, right? Oh yeah, we double sheet. Good, good, smart. Keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Protect that. <laughs> Memory phone match at all costs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> must never know. Um, hey, Michelle. Good morning. How are you? Hi. Doing pretty good. Um, awesome. According to my screen, your car held your farts, right? Oh, my God, yes. Uh, I was coming home from work, and I had a fart, and it was quite the stinker. 
<laughs> and uh, so I was like thinking nothing of it. So the next morning when I had to go to work, I get in there. I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh, it was really? still in there. Overnight. It was still in there. Was it because, <laughs> did it stay in there because your car was outside in the cold? I think so. I'm not too sure, but I was like, these windows have to go down before I get sick. Oh, <laughs> and it was still like you just cut it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> when you get in your car and yell, oh, no, and yeah. then have a memory of what you did the day before, yeah. it's holding it. And you're like, thank God I'm not carpooling today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> there you go. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> awesome. okay. Have a great day, guys. You Love you. Oh, thanks so much. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Oh, man. It's a, that's a concern. Overnight? I'm guessing it was a winter because the cold would probably lock it, right? Maybe. Is that does that is that proof that the farts are penetrating our our upholstery? Because yeah. it couldn't live that long just in the air, right? It, it would be. have to attach onto something. Mm-hmm. Could very well be. I think so. Carrie says, guys, I've been in people's homes where the furniture smells like a really dirty wet dog. Oh. Uh, They're just nose blind to it, especially if they have a lot of dogs in the house. Okay. Can you guys, when you come over to my house, please tell me if my house smells like dog. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Please give me a heads up. Well, Mars doesn't hold back. She'll definitely let no, you know. No, that's not true, Walks crash. in the front door. Gut job! <laughs> well. She's like, oh, I forgot you have dogs. Um, Ew. I, I think tell. that's the same thing with cat. A lot of times you can oh, walk yeah. into a place Sometimes, and you know yeah. where a cat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? I got to, here, uh, Dana's hanging on. Hey, Dana. Good morning. Hey. Bye. Uh, you have some scientific fart facts for us, right? Well, I mean, I think the situation is about oil versus air, to be honest. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm a nurse, and uh, it is recommended that you wash your pants and whatnot on a, on a daily basis, that mm-hmm. you shouldn't wear them more than once. Yeah. Um, for this reason, because the oils from our skin get transferred um, to the pants, and then the pants will actually wear into the seat. Um, oh. For the same reason, we should wear socks on carpet because the oils from our feet will transfer and uh, cause damage to a carpet. Mm. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm thinking it's the exact same situation. Perfumes, there's oils in them from flowers and whatnot. Those yeah. are the chemical compounds. So that's why those linger a lot more than other things. So I think as long as you're not wearing like going like in your birthday suit in your car or, you know, letting your bits dangle out when uh, you're driving, you know, rubbing and grooving into the seat. Um, (laughs) That that should be good. Then you should be good, right? And I mean, there's always a dissipation period uh, after driving. I mean, if you're a trucker that never changes pants and sits in your vehicle 24 hours a day, I mean, I think... I mean, as long as you're hygienically clean and your pants are clean, you should be good to go. Huh. So the, the fart particulate should not blast through multiple layers of fabric and linger in the seat. Because it's not oil. Yeah, because it's not oily. What if you have a really I, oily fart? Well, that's, go to the well, doctor. Well, then maybe you should go see a doctor. That's, <laughs> yeah. That is my yeah. recommendation for you. <laughs> yeah, that's your scientific yeah, recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything in a hospital would stink to all hell if... Uh, That's true. If, oh, you know, I, I mean, it's yeah. a blast zone, so, um, yeah. you know. Okay, okay. ventilation, we're good to go. Yeah, okay, yeah. you make some good points there. Thank you for that, Dana. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good day, guys. You too. Take care. <laughs> well, thanks. Bye. Bye. 
once you have an oily fart crash, <laughs> that's no longer a fart. You took a poo. Yeah, you gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> well, not necessarily. You didn't take a poo. No, but you gotta go to the doctor. Oh, yeah, there should have been a splash guard. Yeah, there's... Oh. Go to the doctor. Cass, <laughs> uh, hello. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Um, you're hanging on to an old couch, right? Um, we used to, when I was younger, uh, we had like this old brown velvet couch. Ooh, velvet. And uh, my dad used to sit in like the same spot all the time. It was his spot. Yeah. And I'll never forget when I was younger, I was like playing on the couch and my face just happened to land where his seat was. And it was the worst smell I have ever smelled. Oh, oh, no. No. I realized that his cushion, because he would fart all the time, like all the time, it just holds on to all those smells. <laughs> so when See? you think about it, if you're in a car, if you're like sitting in your car, yep. and you know, you're farting, whatever, and you've got your like heated seats on, well, it's all just going to hold in there. It totally is. Seymour's, this is right right from the mouth of smelling a dirty cushion. I it know. holds. Do you think that, like, he had just done it, or was he even at home oh, and you no, just Mars. faced... Like, like, I was probably, like, six or seven at the time, and I thought that maybe that was the case. So, like, my young, dumb self went back to see if that was the case. And no, it was just... <laughs> you went to re-smell it? <laughs> no, you know? And it was just a permanent, oh, constant yep. fart Yeah, I knew it. So it I it. knew it. Right. Yeah, all right, oh, Kate. Yeah, it Thanks. was gross. Thanks, Cass. <laughs> no Thanks, Cass. Have a great day. You too. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. That could also just be an aging of the material, though, too, right? Like, if it's an old couch, Uh, it's got a lot of, like, body oils and hair and skin in it. Farts. Yeah, what do you think smelling the worst on that? Your old hair? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't think it's a hairball. You guys are probably right. Is this a legit thing, too? Someone posted a picture of... uh, Two asses in the winter that clearly have been farting. <laughs> Is that what her butts look like at minus 30? Can you frost your pants by cutting farts when it's minus you, 30? I didn't think you could. Is that legit? If it gets to be minus 30 again, we'll go cut farts outside and take a peek. Okay. Yeah. You exhale some air, you're going to see it. I guess. But it's, would it stick like that? Those might be Crash's uh, aforementioned oily farts. <laughs> 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 Too hot for the cold. <laughs> We've got human farts. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's horrible. I don't like this anymore. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll do one more on this. Uh, Will's been hanging on. Hey, buddy. Morning. Hey. Hi. All right. So uh, you got some uh, thoughts. Have you have you smelled a uh, cushion or a seat in a car? Uh, no, I actually haven't smelled a seat in a car, but I'm, I definitely can understand how the fart molecules would like totally saturate that type of material. Why yeah. do you have a deep uh, understanding of this, Will? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> so when, when I was a teenager, probably 13 or 14, I furred it in a jar once and I put the lid back on there. <laughs> and the fur had nowhere to go, obviously. It couldn't really absorb into the glass. It was a mason jar. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, but, and anyway, I forgot about it and I just laid the, the furred jar uh, in the garage. And about two months later, my... Uh, Younger brother and I were playing hockey, and I, and I saw the bird jar. So I was like, hmm, I got a good idea. So I grabbed the jar, and when I pulled the lid off, I couldn't believe the pungent odor Ooh. that, like, uppercut me in the face. Oh, it's- It only lasted... One second, but three months later, that bird was, was alive. It was still premium for a, a it, couple seconds. It was. Oh, no way! Oh, yeah, so then guaranteed it'll linger in fabric. Guaranteed, especially... Spongy material. It's a sponge. It's meant to absorb stuff. So yeah. 
Of course, you pound enough farts in there, it's going to reek for a long time. Damn yes. right. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. I kind of want to fart in a jar. No, crap. You're not. <laughs> you either get the dojo well, or the fucking jar. <laughs> Crash, when you were a kid, you must have did the old fart in the cup routine with your friends. Like, you'd fart in a glass, put your hand over it, and say, hey, and, and like, stick it in your friend's face. Well, yeah, we you didn't use did the glass. That? I just did it in my hand and yeah. put it in their face. Oh, not, not oh yeah, catch that. a fart. Yeah, That's, catch a fart. Yeah, yeah the old classic yeah. catch a fart. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. How bad is your handwriting? If you were to ask yourself that question, is anybody willing to admit that your handwriting, it looks like absolute chicken scratch? Like full-blown, like real handwriting. Like full-blown real handwriting. Do you have nice handwriting, Ginge? No. Crash has crap handwriting. What are you talking about? I got great handwriting. Not really. Whoops. You have nice handwriting, Haley. I have okay handwriting. You don't like it? I don't like it. Oh. Do you guys take pride in your handwriting? I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love my handwriting. Yeah, Mars has really nice handwriting. Thank you. She'll hand me things. <laughs> like, yeah. This is so fancy. It looks like it should be framed. <laughs> She's got some cursive in there. Yeah, I do. Uh, like, oh, here, my I'll God. Go. All right, Ginger Note. I haven't... When was the last time you were doing handwriting? Oh, you guys... Oh, I thought... I, just my printing's garbage. You're talking like actual like, cursive. Yeah, I'm talking... Yeah, look at this. Oh, cursive? <laughs> that, I struggled to oh, do that. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how to... You don't know how to write cursive? cursive? <laughs> I know my name. <laughs> Are well, you serious, Haley? I'm, I'm serious. Why well, I, I like I grew up having to learn that, and I haven't used it in obviously years. And I just tried to write in cursive. Um, I feel like an idiot. Mm -hmm. Why? Look at this. I struggled to write this. It's not good. Oh my god, <laughs> Crash! My hand what and my brain say? was not connecting. Hey, Mars, have right you do. No, how are you doing? Oh. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? That looks like it should be on your mailbox in like a really scary box. <laughs> Just like scrawled onto a package with no return address. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wild. It's like my brain was not connecting with my hand. I'm like, how How do you do this? That's terrible. Okay, I wrote Ginger Note. Oh, oh, a She's secret letter. Sealing it with a kiss. Yeah, yeah Mars has amazing go, penmanship. There's, there's my note to you. Oh. Let's open this up. No passing notes in class! Yeah. Oh my. Could I share with the class? Yeah, you can share. <gasps> what? Mm. If you're passing notes, you need to share it with everyone. Do you like do you like my handwriting or do you like the content? <laughs> yeah, what are you I'll writing in there? <laughs> the content's doing it for me. Why are your hands going below the desk? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Ginge! Exclamation mark. Ooh. I love doing the morning show with you. Wow. I wish you could sit closer to me. Yeah. Love always. <laughs> it is damn gorgeous penmanship. Can Thank I put you. this on the app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, oh. you can. Sure. Is it comparable to mine? Oh my gosh! <laughs> look at Crash's penmanship. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt. So, Haley, did you learn how to write cursive? Like in elementary, once we only did it for a year, and we maybe did it for like a month, and they teach you all the letters. But I haven't used it because. I don't need to. I've never had to handwrite. Oh, it's wild. See, because I handwrite all morning. Like, because everything that we do on the show, I have it. I have, like, the show totally mapped out, like, in my email so that everything's ready to go. But then, like, when people call or when I have to make note of something or I, like, look at, this is my morning book. Haley. Yeah, it's full. Yeah, like, it's completely full. So I handwrite all morning. Crash, what are you, well, you're just, quiet well, over I'm there. I'm writing Ginger love letter now. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, get ready okay. for this. It's going to take 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I don't even remember all what all the, the words look passed. like. And you, like the letters look like in cursive. You don't, like capital passed. letters? Do you remember what capital letters look like in cursive? No. Gun to my head, couldn't do a Z. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one could do a Z. Oh, the or, Z's I can do a one, Z. Right? Or an F or a, Z a G. Is like that. An F is like that. If mm-hmm. it's not a letter in my name, I don't know how to do it. I remember yeah. being a little girl and having to like sit at home. And I felt I found such like peace and solace to in, write lines to over and over <laughs> again do like capital L, mm-hmm. capital L. I almost wish that I could do um, calligraphy. Wow, look at your writing. That's so nice. And like yeah. I just scribbled that down. Mine is very comparable. <laughs> Ginger, what do you think of my letter? Mars letter gonna warm many a cold winter night for me. Oh, that's that's nice. Let's see. Here's crashes. Oh, can you read it? Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't know if I want to read it. <laughs> yeah, it is like it's like a, a child flirting. <laughs> oh no! This should have been in crayon. It should have been in crayon. It says, "Hey, Ginge, I love you. Sit on me." <laughs> Sit on me. <laughs> Love crash. Ooh, that oh. is sit right. Uh, yeah, yeah, sit by me. Oh, sit on did me. Did I? Did I miss? What am I Let missing? Let me see something this there? chicken scratch. Crash, crash. What is this? That's my love letter to Ginge. <laughs> what kind of writing is that? That's that's uh, that's mine. That says sit on me. Oh. With a weird S that looks like a tent. Well, it's supposed to be a sit by me. I, I may have missed the top of the B <laughs> <laughs> and the lower part of the Y. Crash, you learned cursive though in school, I did you did, not? But I haven't had to use it in a long time. And I find when I'm writing in my book during the show here that a majority of the time I'm doing printing with a hint of cursive. So I'll, huh. bl- I'll blend the two. Crash missed some of that B. Didn't miss any of the D. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Uh, by the way, there is a picture. People are saying, "Can you post it up in the app?" Just scroll down in the app, and you'll see my I'll put it up again. My handwriting yeah. there for you guys. I'll throw it on our Insta. Yeah, this text here from KT says, "Good morning, guys." My scratch notes, like when I'm on calls and stuff, is a mess. When I actually write, my handwriting is okay. But what stands out is it's tiny. Mm. I actually had a teacher who kept a magnifying glass on hand in order to read my assignments. Oh, some people write really small. Yeah, that's true. Our friend Jeff writes really small. Mm-hmm. I love handwriting, though. I found a lot of like peace in, in practicing cursive. Well, because mm. you're good at it, though. People like doing things they're good at. Yeah, and if it's calming, like lots of people will doodle to mm. calm themselves down. They draw. Uh, some people write. You should be writing to calm yourself down. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I don't, I don't really want to. Write, write a book. Yeah, I guess I could write a book. And then hand it to a publisher and be like, transcribe this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people also want to see crashes. Oh, it's coming. Okay, it's coming. My hot note. You better pin that one up on your wall in your bedroom, Ginge. Sarah says, my kids are laughing at this conversation. I'm not sure if I should be concerned or not. Um, do your kids know how to write Well, the kids wouldn't be learning that. Oh, yeah, I guess not. No, that, Why would you? You yeah, guys don't was, need to I write. think that was ditched from the curriculum like years ago. They like, your kids aren't learning it, are they? No, but our oldest wanted to. Because she oh. sees it's fancy. It is it's fancy. It's elegant writing. Yeah. So some, some kids are drawn to it still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like the finer things in life. You should buy your kid uh, like the, the inkwell and that fancy pen. But she's only through grade three. I don't know if they... When did we learn cursive? Like what grade? I feel like it started in grade three. Mm-hmm. I feel like you learned how to print and then in grade three you graduated to the uh, handwriting. Mm. Mm-hmm. The fancy handwriting. Yeah, yeah. I know some uh, some people are upset that no one's being taught handwriting. But we're not... 
I don't losing anything. Oh, I don't think so. No, I mean, but like we definitely appreciate it when we see it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see uh, any purpose to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are getting kind of bent out of shape that nobody's gonna be able to sign checks anymore. Who's well, you don't even checks? need to do that. I've never used a check. <laughs> I know my condo board asked me for a check, and I'm like, where do I get a check? Right? Like, I don't know. Do you, and, can you still get them with like the background photos? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, you can do that. I still have a checkbook at home, but that was from years ago when yeah. I had to pay my poo pumper and my water oh, guy yeah, yeah, with yeah, checks. checks. I'm like, have you heard of e-transfers? They're like, no, we're not paying those crazy fees. I'm like, oh my it's god. Like so I had to pay thirty bucks to get a stupid checkbook because the bank wasn't offering it for free anymore. Oh, I'll just pay oh. for one check. I don't need a checkbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah even, but I had to constantly write checks. Yeah, even signing things, you're still not using cursive. You're sort of just like your mark, right? You're sort of like a scribble. Well, yeah, you just scribble. You don't have to write anything. Although you have to write like one hundred and twenty. You can print that though. It doesn't look good if you print it. Mine doesn't look good if I write it. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm just going to this top part blank. I don't want. To, I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, you fill it out. Ginger's <laughs> signing blank checks. <laughs> I trust you completely. See, mine's not bad. It's pretty comparable. Huh. My my note went up on the app too. Oh yeah, there's crashes. You can't even read yours. What are you talking about, Haley? That's way better than uh, Mars's, right? Mm, no, it's not way it. better. Crash is not even. Oh my close. god. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive, right? Have you ever heard the term serial killer writing? <laughs> Or like daycare and not the teacher? Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? It looks a little murdery. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, this is one step below like hostage letter that you cut out of (laughs) magazines. (laughs) (laughs) And tell Mara she wants to see Ginge again. She's going to give you $600. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is wild. It's a classy note. The reason why I'm talking about this is because a man's handwriting in England was so bad that the bank staff actually didn't know that he was trying to rob them. Mm. Which is awesome. They're like, we don't know what you want. (laughs) Police say that Alan Slattery, who is 67 years old, uh, apparently entered three banks over two weeks and used written notes to ask the cashiers to hand over money. According to police, his first attempt was at a bank where the employee there said that they were unable to read the whole note. They didn't know what he wanted, so he left empty-handed. The second bank, the manager managed to read the note, which said... Your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the 10s and 20s. Think about the other customers. Now, the manager there said that the only reason why they were able to read it was because uh, their family's handwriting was garbage as well. (laughs) It's like, hold on. I got this one. (laughs) He's uh, he's in a lot of trouble now. That writing is not that bad, but I guess uh, we know what it says. If that's handed to you in a bank, you look at it, you're no. like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what this is. I think any note in a bank, though, is hold-up time, right? No one slides a note across that isn't asking for all the money in the till. I think so. I'm just trying to think if I've ever slid a note. Mm. I don't think you should be sliding notes at the bank. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe if there was a language barrier and if I was able to, like, write out, let's say, in, like, Spanish, mm-hmm. then I'd slide that note to the bank person mm-hmm. there and they'd be able to read it. I don't know. Well, hopefully you're translating well. <laughs> Dinero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Lots. <laughs> I don't know. Here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, first of all, I want to know, um, are, can your kids read your handwriting? I've seen so many texts coming in from parents who are saying their kids don't even know how to read cursive. 
Is that wild? Oh yeah, I guess if you if you can't uh, write it, why would you yeah. read it? It takes me a little bit. Does it really? Sometimes. Depends on the person's uh, handwriting. Like my grandmother writes very small. It's very neat, but it's very hard to read. Like almost like doctor writing? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, it takes me like a little bit longer to read through it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is doctors writing shorthand or just bad writing? It's just bad. Oh, okay. I think it's just, I don't know. I haven't had a doctor, like... No doctor has written me anything in so long. Yeah, they mm. print off your prescriptions now. And I had a lot of appointments last year. That's true. I had a lot, and not one did I ever, I never had a... Uh, You've never had a handwritten no, letter? No, not a handwritten letter. A handwritten prescription? No. Is it because it's words we don't know? Oh, maybe. Like the medicine... Like a cycloclocsin, bloxagoclicsin? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, right. Ah, that's what I need. Yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> or perhaps are you like Crash and is your handwriting the absolute worst? Are you embarrassed to write something down? Whoa, Have, whoa, whoa. I'm not embarrassed. I I'm know proud, you're not. I'm proud of my letter. You should not be. <laughs> I didn't say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Do you have horrific handwriting? And if you've got kids at home, can they even read your cursive right now? Uh, Brian can start things up. Hey, Brian. Not too bad, thanks. Yeah, excellent. Um, how's your uh, your aunt? Uh, she's good. <laughs> she's quite uh, quite old. She's I think she's 98 years old. Oh, oh, so I'll bet you she's got penmanship. She must be writing notes all the time. She does a lot of writing. That's uh, what she does. Yep. But, uh, yeah, her uh, her handwriting is well for her age, but, man, is it hard to read. <laughs> oh, really? Is it, like, really over-the-top handwriting, like, really old-timey? Oh, it's, well, it's small for one. Yeah. And it's very, all the lines are very tight together. Mm, yep. And then you got some squiggles because... Obviously, her age, so her hands a little bit shaky in mm. places too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. What is she writing to you? Well, she's right. She just wrote a book on poetry, like her life and poetry. Oh wow! In, in poetry, yeah. So it's about a thousand pages of poetry on her life. Wow, that she hand wrote. She hand wrote it. Hand wrote and had it published. Yeah. Wow. wow! 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 What have we done with our so lives? Can you <laughs> can you read it? Like, can you figure it out? <laughs> well, I opened it up. When I just got it about probably two weeks ago, and when I opened it up, my eyes basically went cross-eyed. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So, like, there's no freaking way oh. I can read this. <laughs> so there. I'm gonna have, like I don't read a lot of stuff anyway, so it takes me a while. But when I looked at that, I just thought I don't know how I'm gonna figure this out. But I gotta try and read it. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in seeing what she had to say. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right. For sure. I think it'd be fascinating. <laughs> well, oh, good right. luck. It'll probably take a couple years to get through it. But a thousand you'll get it. <laughs> pages of your gra- great grandma's cursive writing. Wow, that's wild. There you go. And what a nice thing to have. Too. Oh, that's a great thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. All right. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. I just realized I said his great grandma. It's his aunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah sorry, aunt. Brian. I apologize. She was very old. She was. How She's old? In her he 90s. said ninety-seven. Yeah. That's a great old age. For no, I guess way up there and writes a thousand-page wow. book, handwritten. You can have ninety-year-old aunts. Mm. Although, do you think her writing is so bad that she just kind of scribbled and it's not actually a book? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> and no one's told her because she's ninety. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, <laughs> I doubt my, it. That would be my book. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it would just trail off because I'd fall asleep. <laughs> It'd just be pages and pages oh, of random garbage. <laughs> yes, it would be. Uh, another one. Uh, Andrea, hello. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, hey, we're good. Great. I was calling in because I work for a trucking company, and I don't want to mention the name because I'm sure some of the guys are listening. That's okay. fine. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> and I deal with the the boys tickets when they when they bring them in yeah some of the some of the penmanship i don't know if they've passed grade three (laughs) did you see crash's sample uh that he posted because it's pretty bad i put a wonderful sample on our insta crash mars all one word yes it's uh it's pretty bad are are you able even to decipher it sometimes like I actually have with one of the guys, I actually have to put like lines in between what I think are like the breaks in the words. Oh, really? Squish, yeah, because he squishes them all together. Oh. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 bad. It's like he's cramming so many words into the uh, allotted lines, and it doesn't fit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Do you yeah. find that occasionally you have to call them and be like, "What did you write?" I try not to because. <laughs> I feel like I should be able to read their writing, but yeah. it's, it's it's really difficult. And then one of the other guys has amazing, beautiful penmanship, but he writes all in block letters, and it's super, super tiny. Mm-hmm. And it's it took me. I've been with the company now like two years, and it took me a good few months to figure out his writing. You're holding was, that paper up to your nose. You're like, I can't. yeah, You're like I'm yeah, really you trying to get a magnifying glass. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd yeah. be tough if that's your your daily. Yeah. Every day the papers come in, you're like, oh crap, here we go. I'm gonna spend an hour yeah. figuring out this one ticket here. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, well, good luck today, Andrea. Thanks. <laughs> okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Yeah, if you have to do that for a job, like decipher handwriting, yeah. like uh this text here came in says you guys I read doctors noting notes <laughs> for a living. Yeah. And I transcribe them. Sometimes it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, wild. Haley, how is it with uh, prize sheets here? Like printing, like the host Because the, the, yeah, host the host has to writing. print out like the listener's name, phone number and stuff. It honestly like, ages me. Like, thankfully, majority mm. of the time, I can just hand the paper to someone else. Yes. Yeah, I usually oh, write gosh, yours. You're such yeah. a snob. I don't take care no. of this for me. <laughs> yeah. Someone won a prize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm in the middle of something, and uh, my yeah. writing is absolutely terrible, especially if it's in that situation. I just scribble crap down. Yours isn't the worst. Oh, really? Adam's is the worst. Oh, really? Uh, Time to write though. He has horrible printing. <laughs> Does he really? It I've is, never looked at it. It is so hard to read his prize sheet sometimes. Oh. I have to go in and be like, what number is this? Like, this is a phone number. Is oh. this a six or a seven or mm-hmm. an eight? Or, like, what is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> is, is this is a listener, the winner? Oh. Is it Ryan? Is it Brian? Is it Becky? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you give away a prize? This is your grocery list? What's oh, going on? Man. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, I'm glad I'm not the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got more uh, hanging on here. Sure. 780 if you want to share your story. Uh, we'll go with uh, Wayne. Hey, Wayne. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Fantastic. Hey, um, so uh, how's your penmanship? Well, as a kid, right up through high school, I had beautiful writing. But I took nursing at the Misericordia in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you, because of all the writing, we do use a shorthand. Like uh, S with a bar across it means without, 
see what the bar is with. And I tell you, with all that writing, it just absolutely destroyed my handwriting. Oh, I no. I read it myself. Yep. Because it's I, all shorthand. I knew about the C with the cross through it. I knew that that was with. What did you say the F was? The F with the cross through it is which? It's F. Sam. Sam with the bar is without. Oh, okay. I didn't know that one. Hmm. Huh. And, yeah, it's, uh, there's all sorts of shorthand for uh, writing. Yeah. And yeah, we agree. A lot of times you can't read the doctor's writing either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can only imagine. I, I would imagine. Yeah, that's that's your daily looking at all that stuff. You're like, and I you're, don't know what the doctor wants me to do. Yeah, you're trying to decipher it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, lots of fun. Oh yeah. Has it gotten better in uh, like the more recent years where a lot of stuff is just on the computer and typed out? <sighs> to a point, I guess. Uh, I haven't been in nursing for a number of years, but yeah, most doctors now have to use a computer, so yeah, yeah. that's probably good. Slower for them. I wonder how many prescriptions were uh, filed uh, wrong <laughs> because of the writing. Because of the writing, oh, you think, I bet you a few. Yeah, you think they want yeah. one thing and then they get another. Yeah, yeah. wow, it's wild. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks, Wayne. Okay. Bye. All right. This um, this story here, it's a, it's cute, and it made me laugh. Uh, yesterday off the air, myself, Crash, and Ginge were talking about Ginge's dinner preparations. And Ginge admitted that he is not overly great at timing everything out for the kids and for the adults. Yeah, that's not, uh, that's not my strong suit. So cooking, <laughs> cooking is not like really something that you do. Yeah, I, I, like, I'm not great in the kitchen as it is, just like mm-hmm. flavor-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a great chef. But also the, the oh, time... You want to take your meals to Flavortown? The time that I wish. I missed the exit. <laughs> Damn! Fietti would be furious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, not only is my cooking not great, but just like the, the time management of like making sure everything's done at the same time. If there's a couple different things going, mm. oh no. You can't do it, hey? I cannot do it. Is it just your brain can't wrap around it, or it's just things always take longer than I'll expect. Mm. I never give enough. I never give enough wiggle room. Mm. I need more wiggle time. Because one thing cooks way quicker than yes. the other, and you're like, damn it! I don't oh. know how people do, especially like Thanksgiving. I've never done a big Thanksgiving meal by myself. Oh, it's yeah. easy. Oh, not for me. You got to just figure out beforehand. That's why I have my whiteboard in my kitchen because uh-huh. I have times when I start things. Oh my god! You got to keep it organized. Yeah, Tinge, you need that cooking. whiteboard. <laughs> Remember being amazed as a kid, like how your mom like got it all on the table. At yeah, same everything time. worked and everything yeah. was yeah. fresh and hot. Yeah. Impressive. Uh, Well, someone asked people online to take photos of bad food creations from (laughs) the worst cooks Mm. in your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And some of these are pretty gross. Um, Someone put up a picture of their boyfriend's mac and cheese, which basically just looks like... Well, it looks like penne noodles in milk. That's gross. Sometimes you just want like trash ass dirty food. Sure, but these are like, this this is is purposely bad. This is like, these people tried really hard. Oh, God. And it didn't really work. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. You're like putting together a meal for your lady and this is what you put together. Uh (laughs) It's like that photo on Facebook of like the people who try to recreate cakes. Oh, God. My favorite one is the hedgehog one. Yeah. Because I can. There's some bad ones. I can picture the hedgehog one. It's got the pocky sticks jammed in the back (laughs) and the face looks horrible. Yeah, yeah. I love those. Yeah, those are great. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. And some of these are just pretty gross. Um, like a tortilla with just cheese slices and ketchup on it mm. as a delicious, you know, dinner. Like being in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess it is. Um, another another person posted as that their boyfriend tried to make them lunch, and it looks like it's just ketchup on like plain noodles. Mm-hmm. Uh, are these all boyfriend creations? Uh, most of these are boyfriend <laughs> creations, yeah. Trying it's to like, impress. hey, I'm going to make a little appetizer this evening. Yeah, a little. 
<laughs> Before the main. <laughs> Wait for the main. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what this is. It just looks like hot dogs sticking out of some sort of a gravy. Oh, God. Oh. Let me put a picture it of that. It happens sometimes. Yeah. But, but if you're busting out all the time, that's a problem. There are sometimes that when you make food and it looks horrible yeah but it tastes but, fantastic but tastes great yeah 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 and you're like i followed the recipe online yeah just looks yeah really it just <laughs> looks like someone vomited in a bowl yeah like, I just, give it a shot oh i just put a picture there that, that was like, dinner it looks like toast guys out of a pan. it's literally yeah a big pan of gravy poo um i don't know if that's cheese or there's some white things popping through it's but speakers. it looks like a bunch of burnt wieners or sausages sticking out of it <laughs> what was it supposed to be Marzi? it's supposed to be apparently it's supposed to be mashed potatoes gravy and some sort of hot dog like oh, sausage mashed potatoes oh yeah there's mashed potatoes oh. under and there and use the sausage as your like dipping utensil <laughs> no. you scoop some potato and gravy on it and eat it like that i no, i think it's supposed Finger to be yeah uh, right sure Finger uh, food. Yeah, if it ain't finger food, that na that's nasty. Yeah. Uh, this one is also my favorite. Let me get this image up. Mm -hmm. uh, someone said that their roommate tried to make croissants for yeah. breakfast. Okay. All right. Oh, Ginge just put up a picture of oh the enchiladas. Oh, my God. What would you do if somebody served that to you? Like, you're going over to their house for dinner, and they serve you that plate of enchiladas. Are you eating it? No. Oh, I would. Yeah? I'd be okay with that. The enchiladas, is that's weird. It's, uh... There's a cheese slice that's not even really melted uh, laying on top with, I'm guessing, is is that a salsa? That a looks like a taco sauce. A very liquidy salsa. Oh, I like sauce. a single. <laughs> I'm dying at the croissants you posted. Oh, yeah. I posted the croissants right at the, the top. What the hell is that? <laughs> oh, they didn't roll them. Oh, no. Oh, they're just like long triangles. <laughs> oh, no. I guess if you didn't know, you didn't know. It'd still be taste, right? Yeah, it would have the same taste. Yeah. You lose your fluffiness. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. So I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Um, a food fail that uh, maybe you had. Maybe it was your partner who had it. Maybe you had a parent who was a terrible cook. Maybe you decided to tackle the infamous Thanksgiving dinner. Was it a total fail? Uh, like Ginge, can you not time anything out so half of your dinner is burnt? Do you eventually just, like, if one part is completely done, the other part's not done, do you just pull it out raw? Well, no, now it's courses. Yep. Oh! <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. that makes sense. And it's a three-hour dinner. Yeah, it's a three-hour dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Kids All right. love that. <laughs> your fruit food fail. Maybe somebody served it to you for dinner. Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, if you want to jump in on the conversation, 780-489-4669, shoot us a text, 56789. We're talking about um, your food fails. Mm -hmm. um, someone asked a whole ton of people online to post pictures of the time that maybe uh, your lover, your partner, you were invited over to someone's house for dinner, and they decided to try to cook you a meal, and it didn't turn out the best. Sometimes you try something new too, right? Yeah. Ginger was telling Crash and I off the air yesterday that he's got a problem with timing. Timing's your big issue. Well, not only in the kitchen, but yeah, in general. Generally, <laughs> yeah, but time and I'm just not great in the kitchen anyway. I remember when Rachel and I first started dating. Mm. I was uh, I was cooking for her one night. Yeah, I was making a shepherd's pie. Oh, oh, yeah. And it was everything was good. Meat was perfect. Veg was on point. Potatoes were good to go. Hold on, homemade or you pulled the tin foil off? Homemade. Oh. Wow. And then, then I'm going to kick it up a notch. I'm yeah. like, everyone loves like a nice, like uh crunchy crust on top of things. Yeah. I've never done a crunchy crust. Oh. I thought you could just like 
crack up, like bust up a bunch of crackers and throw it on broil. And throw it on top. Mm-hmm. But you got to like put some butter or something like with the crackers. And I didn't <laughs> know that. It just burned. Oh, it was terrible. It was so it, it just dried out. Everything was ruined. <laughs> oh no! And she had to like smile through it. I was like, good, huh? Oh, she's looking for any moisture inside yeah. the pie. But because I, I didn't know you had to put some butter in the crackers, they could just put some crackers on things. Did you know that it was disgusting as you were eating it? Oh, I could tell. Yeah. 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 And that's that fun game, like, which how let's because it was like early on. This is like weeks into dating. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And uh, yeah, to wait to see how honest she could be. And she was uh, brutally honest. <laughs> she told you it was horrible. Yeah. This well, is. Because I knew. Yeah. But I thought, she, I thought it was, you know, I was sort of hoping she'd like. Do you oh. let her take the first bite? Of the shepherd's pie? Yeah, I couldn't have been prouder to serve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it looked right. Uh-huh. The crackers looked like they'd be a crunchy, crispy top. And then she bit in, and she's like, this is garbage. This is just, just eating a mouthful of crackers. Yeah, I put, way, <laughs> I put way too many on there. And I did not add enough <laughs> The worst. That's great. Uh, 780-489-4669, if you have a story here. Uh, Colleen, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. 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 Uh, you, you attempted to make something from scratch. Did it go horribly wrong? Well, your I, hubby did? I didn't attempt to, attempt to make it. My husband did. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And first of all, I was just happy that my husband made dinner. But, oh. you know, I got a night off. Yeah. You know, husband made dinner. So I sat down and I was blown away that he took the time and made homemade chicken cordon bleu from scratch. Whoa, whoa. Wow. Okay, yeah. He yeah. pounded those chicken breasts, added the cheese, and then he breaded it and he held it together with toothpicks. Okay. Well, I go to sit down for dinner and I take a bite and there was a different flavor and I really couldn't put my finger on it. (laughs) And so I said, did did you use a different spice? Is there something new? And he's like, no. And he comes down, he takes one bite and he spits it out. Oh. And I said, what's the problem? And I said, it tasted good. Uh, He had ended up using mint flavored toothpicks. Oh! <laughs> You're like I'm. Not, I can't pinpoint the taste, but it's different. Yeah, something in here. <laughs> it was very refreshing. <laughs> oh, I never even thought about that. <laughs> the toothpick and contaminating so it, it, your meal. Yeah, <laughs> it did. The flavor bled into the chicken, and uh, no, I ended up eating the whole thing. Didn't really care, but my husband and daughter did not finish the meal. Yeah. Lo and behold, he he did learn a lesson to make sure never to buy mint flavored toothpicks ever again. <laughs> I wouldn't even think about it. Right? I yeah. wouldn't even think right? about it. Yeah. 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 You just yeah. stab a toothpick in. Good to go. Who cares? Oh, that's oh, funny. That yeah. is great. Okay. Thanks, Colleen. Thanks, Colleen. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Yeah, you too. too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. I totally forgot that flavored toothpicks even existed <laughs> until we talked to Colleen. They're a treat. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah, yeah. You start picking away. You're Ooh, like, oh, so fresh. Getting, yeah, getting some fresh yeah. breath here. That's nice. Uh, Southside Ben, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Hey, doing we're good. good. Um, you were dabbling in uh, a nice fancy meal, uh, but it, it turned bad, right? Yes. Um, so I, I don't. Need, I don't even remember what I saw it on, but it was. It was on like a chef show. Show they added like chocolate to to a beef dish. Chocolate and to a beef I've dish. I've seen that done. Interesting. Yeah. So I figured I'd give it a try. So I prepared everything. Um, honestly, I think if I had done it right, it would have turned out fantastic. But I did not turn it out right. Um, Instead, it, it turned into this weird, like, uh, blood chocolate, if that's a thing. And um, I think I did it way too early, or I didn't cook it long enough or whatever. But it just turned into, like, this this 
disgusting taste, oh. and I'm pretty sure I caused food poisoning. For oh no! Oh my gosh! I was I was feeding it to. Oh god! Did the people that you fed your chocolate steaks to? Did they eat it? They 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 ate like a, uh, some of it. I think they were being nice to me. Because when I tried it, I thought it was like absolutely horrendous. Yeah, right. And so, and then like a couple, I, I don't know, fifteen, twenty minutes later, they were in the washroom, <gasps> Ralphing. Oh, oh my god! No, that's, oh, that's not what you want to see people doing. No, you do not. Like it's no. one thing to have a horrible looking meal, but one that makes people physically ill is yeah, terrible. If they're Ralphing and you're getting people sick, oh my gosh. So I've, I've never experimented with chocolate and meat. Yeah, yeah, pr- yeah. yeah just stick to a little uh, salt and pepper on your steak. A little barbecue sauce, <laughs> call it a day. Well, I, I do a lot of cooking. I see recipes online that I try out all the time. Yeah. But this one, it just, it just went wrong. Yeah, it didn't work. You can't win them all, Ben. Yeah, I can't win them yeah. all. <laughs> it was a bit too advanced for me. I'd need to go to school for something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, you guys have a good one. Yeah, you too, man. Bye-bye. Um, I just Googled um, chocolate on steak, and it is a thing. Is it a thing? Yeah. You can do like a chocolate and coffee sauce for steak. Oh, I don't think I've ever had that. Uh, for ribs and for lamb, apparently. Oh. You can do chocolate sauces for, apparently it goes really well with like goat's cheese. Oh. It looks oh, delicious. That sounds really good. But Ben. Yeah, I like a little goat's cheese on a steak. Oh. Mm. Yeah, Ben just though, he ruined it. He went. He he set out to make all his guests ill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like once you hear your guests throwing up in the bathroom after you've served them a meal? Oh, are yeah. you like? Are you apologizing outside the door? Like, sorry. No, because you're on another toilet. As (laughs) (laughs) you're down the hall. Oh gosh. (laughs) Oh gosh. Yeah, I don't think it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, James, hello. Hello, hello. Hey, um, uh, you, uh, you in the kitchen? Are you putting together some horrible creations or what? Okay, well, this is this is in college, so you know. (laughs) <laughs> don't okay. hold that against me yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah we were we were hungry we had a, a can of chickpeas we're like let's make hummus you know how oh. hard can it be yeah um we were a little ambitious we didn't have any tahini um and so we decided to improvise and uh we had some craft dinner cheese powder mm-hmm. uh and we created something just so vile uh craft <laughs> dinner cheese most, powder and, and chickpeas and chickpeas in a and, blender and some other stuff like we were we we tried yeah yeah we in a blender um anyway we created something that we we now call chummus uh oh. it's just it, it sends a shiver through through my friends james <laughs> if i went to your, I, if i, I went I to your place and you're like oh, i'm serving up chummus tonight i'd be like yeah. oh hell no <laughs> exactly exactly I mean, it just it just scares you away just with that word right there yeah, yeah. it was it was um it was a nightmare and it had it was a pasty kind of oh. like weird yellowy yeah it yeah because was- it wouldn't have enough moisture in it <laughs> oh. i wish i'd taken a photo but i will not make it again so. no no did you guys end up eating it though because you're just hungry oh, we had to i mean yeah. we were hungry yeah exactly i mean it was uh it was worse than if we'd eaten the individual items separately of course so yeah oh god it was, it was a bit of a fail there that is freaking <laughs> like nasty it. yeah yeah one day you got to relive chummus god. Oh, no. yeah i'll let yeah i'll let the next generation continue that exploration. exactly yeah 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 okay thanks james thanks james yeah of course okay thanks. bye-bye I guess, yeah, back in the day, you just made 
You made do with whatever you got, right? Sure did. Open the cupboard. You're like, I'm so hungry. It seems wild to me, the guys who thought they could just whip up some hummus. Mm-hmm. Also, the same guys who only had Kraft Dinner Cheese in the house. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just yeah. seems like, because I'm the guy that would only have Kraft Dinner Cheese in the house. I'm also the, I don't ever think I could just whip up some hummus. <laughs> Can you just whip up hummus? Yeah, I've done it a number of times. I do it without tahini, too. Yeah. T- what is tahini? It's sesame seed paste. I know you when you need it for hummus? It's one ingredient. You don't typically. need it. Typically you do. When yeah. I first met Mars, she was all about homemade hummus. Yeah, I made hummus a lot. Ooh, yeah. I love me some hummus. Oh, yeah. And I love like a, a good garlicky hummus where yeah. it burns. Oh, yeah. I like the burn. You ever had a chocolate hummus? Uh, no. Oh, Game chocolate. changer. Really? Yeah. There's like chocolate drizzled in there or No, it's like uh, dark chocolate cocoa powders mixed in instead mm. of like a uh, roasted garlic. Interesting. And you dip like uh, graham crackers into it. Oh, oh. It's Game changer. Friggin' tasty. Wow. Ditch the oh, pita. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. It would be good. Mm. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, I made a sirloin roast mm. and decided to try a new rub. Everyone said it was really good. Not as good as the last one, but still good. So a few hours later, we go to bed. Crawl into bed, watch little Netflix. Usually my husband falls asleep quick and I watch on my own. But last night we were both up, watched the whole show. We shut off the TV. We tried to go to sleep, mm. but we laid there both wide awake talking. Finally, it hits me. I'm like, oh my God, I know why we're both wide awake and can't fall asleep. He responds, why? I said my roast. I used the last of our Huatoluco Mexico coffee for the rub. Oh. High in caffeine. Oh, At least it wasn't cocaine. It was like yeah. you ate a bunch of coffee beans before bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a Watuco cocaine or the coffee oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either one. Wow. Yeah. Does it have that? Would, I guess it would have the effect, right? Yeah, it'd keep you up. Yeah. How much coffee, though, are you using on a rub? I've never used a coffee rub. Like as much as you would like in a pot of coffee? Uh, I don't know. I've had some... Uh, uh, steaks like a skirt steak, all done in a coffee rub. Yeah, yeah it's and it's good. fantastic. And they, I will say, they put they put a lot on there. They do. It's like a whole like crispy out, outside. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. This Ooh. text here five six seven eight nine says, guys, my mom was sick, so my dad decided that he was going to make her some soup to feel better. Oh yeah. He poached an egg in tomato soup. Ugh. My oh, mom God. said it looked like a bloodshot eyeball staring at oh, her. Oh, God. She was sick with the flu. Didn't help. Why would he think that's a good idea? I don't know. I know what'll help with that upset stomach. Some eggs. <laughs> Just leave it at the oh, soup. Yeah. Yeah. If you want more, then I'll figure something out after. Oh, oh that is oh. nasty. Marriage is on the rocks. <laughs> a lot of people are talking about Katie's soup is coming. A lot of dads trying to cook dinner and it not going all that well. Oh. Mike's, it- Mike says my wife was pregnant and hadn't cooked anything for a long time. I was mm-hmm. doing all the cooking. So I came home and she wanted to surprise me with a lasagna. Mm-hmm. We went to eat it and uh, I was very grateful for the effort. She started to eat it and then she didn't feel very well. <laughs> <laughs> she started to break down crying. She forgot tomato sauce. Aww. It was just noodles and cheese. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, noodles and cheese is pretty good. Oh my noodles God, I love noodles right. and cheese. That's what I literally ate at 8.30 last night. Oh. I'm like, God, I'm so hungry. I made a pot of noodles, rigatoni, and I just... Poured uh, two cups of cheese in there. Oh. It's practically <laughs> peanut butter and jam. Yeah. They go so good together. They do. That Katie soup that's coming in a lot. Yeah. yeah. We've all done it. Yeah. You oh, yeah. pour too much milk in. Too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And you can't dump the milk out because now you're going to lose some of that cheese sauce. Uh-huh. So you just eat it. And it's not it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. If, if you could get enough, like I wouldn't mind almost like uh, a Katie sort of chicken noodle soup. 
If I just had more cheese sauce and more milk, like I could make it work. You could. You're okay with it being soupy. Well, I'm not. I don't prefer it, but I think it could. Yeah. It's yeah. not as gross as some of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely doable. Yeah. Uh, like this text here says, guys, I made Lipton Sidekicks. Oh god. Oh, that was my go-to with ice cream because I didn't have milk. Oh my god, did it work? <laughs> I made it for my friends and myself. It was disgusting. Oh. <laughs> okay. I pretended it wasn't so bad to make myself feel better in front of everybody, but yeah. it was super gross. To cheap out, I would always make sure I would buy the ones that mainly required water. Yeah. 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 And then sometimes if, because I, I rarely bought milk. Yeah, you didn't have milk very often. Yeah. And then the ones that are do require milk, I'm like, damn it. I'm like, I'm sure a little more water won't hurt. And it was just like very liquidy. Back to the soup. <laughs> Any of those uh, cheap passes, like your your sidekicks, your mac yeah. and cheese. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's fun to throw in like some cream instead of milk. Oh, oh my god! So good. Yeah, that's what I wondered. Like, if you had like a vanilla ice cream, would that even be better than like coffee cream in there? Or is the vanilla too got too? Oh, much it's flavor? too sweet. Too sweet. I think. Yeah, it would add a whole different dynamic. You make you make mac and cheese with cream. Oh, God, is daddy. it good? I've seen it done with like cream cheese. Oh yeah, sour like, or just sour cream. Throw a brick of cream cheese in there and just yeah. let it melt and yeah. she thick. A little Greek yeah. yogurt. Yeah. Oh, oh make yeah. it nice and creamy. Yeah. Oh. Actually, that sounds that would be really good. good. Mm. And yeah. East Coast Andy says, "Hey guys, I made tacos for the family once. Mm. Set the table. Nice. Everybody was seated. The wife sat down and she says, uh, where's the ground beef?'" I made everything but. <laughs> <laughs> so you just cut veggies and you're like, tacos. <laughs> That's hilarious. There's certain parts you have to have. <laughs> That's the priority. If you skip out on lettuce, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There's. We went on a ski trip for New Year's once. Yeah. When Rach and I were, uh, this is really in a relationship too. It was the first time meeting some of my friends. Uh-huh. Uh, and everyone was like, we were all standing in like a condo. So everyone cool. was like making like meals. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were doing dinner one night. And yeah. she's like, I'll make them. I'm lasagna. She does great lasagna. Uh-huh. Uh, we get down there. It's uh, it's her lasagna night. Oh, yeah. Uh, we go to put it in the oven, and we realize it looks a little different. No, oh, no. And that's because she didn't put any noodles in it. <laughs> oh, no. Because you pre-made it to bring it down, and she forgot all the noodles in the oh, lasagna. Oh, no. So it's just like this, that's like, hilarious. meat and whatever. Yeah, like a casserole almost. <laughs> it was still okay, but it was not lasagna. It was not lasagna. Did she let everyone know she forgot the noodles, or everyone's like, mmm, this is great? Because it would just be like ground beef, tomato sauce, ricotta it's, cheese, and cheese. Yeah, it's yeah. just a mash. Yeah, it was like a... Thick soup. It's a yeah. bowl of ground beef. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. good. That's uh, awesome. Wasn't lasagna. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right. If you guys have seniors in your life who are living their best life, and actually, as a matter of fact, kind of like outshining your health, mm-hmm. well, this is these stories aren't going to make you feel any better. First of all, let's head over to Toronto, where Mary Lar is seventy-one years old, and apparently, she has been running every single day for more than one thousand days. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow, That's this woman. You're into running. Why aren't you doing this? Because I don't have 71-year-old time. <laughs> what else has she got to do? I guess, yeah, she's running. Yeah. She's running. Does she figure if she sits down, she dies? Um, I, I don't know. I think she said she started running during the pandemic. Oh, she had okay. nothing else to do. Yeah. So she was like, well, I'm going to lace up then and go for a run every day. Good for her. Is this like a Jason Statham and Crank situation? Was her heart stolen and replaced with a battery back where she has to keep moving? I know, right? She said she's never even really been much of a runner. She said she went to the gym. She was on a treadmill, but just to walk and watch TV. And then she said during the pandemic, she said, nope, 
I'm going to figure this out. She said the gyms were closed, but the sidewalks were open. Hmm. So the 68-year-old back then hit the open sidewalks and began running five or six kilometers a day, working her way up to about 14 kilometers per day. Wow. She said she's also gone through over five pairs of shoes. And she also said that she no longer has nice looking feet. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're all calloused up. Yes. Did she like did the proclaimers roll into her playlist? And I would oh, walk I bet. 500 miles. She's like, I will. For Let's sure do they this. would. For some reason, for the news story, they put her in a fluorescent penny and taped or hung a paper message to her chest. Oh, is she a problem in traffic? I, <laughs> I think she wears. I've got another one of her in that penny. She okay. really well, maybe the area is is bad with traffic? I put a picture up in the app there for you guys to have a look at. Yeah. So there you go. Well, I guess if you're a runner, you want to be seen, right? Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about the paper on her chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she's 70, so I'm sure she's not making great time across the intersection. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Super quick, give us a shout, <laughs> 780-489-4669, or text us if you like at 56789. Um, do you have a senior in your life that is doing like extreme sports? Like running every day for a thousand days is pretty extreme. Yeah, it's very extreme. It's extreme. Yeah. Are they hitting the mountains every weekend doing double blacks, triple blacks? Yeah, like do you and they're is, like what? <laughs> is your 70-year-old like grandpa hitting the mountains? And like snowboarding. Uh, and also, here's another example of a senior really living his best life. Apparently, the world's oldest surfer is almost 90 years old Ooh. and heads out into the ocean to catch all of the waves that he can. Now, he said that he was a busy owner of a company for a long time. So at 80 years old, he started climbing Mount Fuji. He felt, though, that that wasn't challenging challenging oh. enough. So he turns 90 later this year, and he's now being recognized by the Guinness World Records as the oldest man to surf. Oh, he cool. also said that he's not going to let 90 slow him down. He wants to try bouldering as well. When asked if he would ever bungee jump, he said, no, it's too scary. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, and his bones might explode out of his body. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Look at that guy. Yeah. Look at him go. He did say he would like to surf until he was about 100 years old, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. He says he gets out on most weekends on a beach, and it doesn't matter if it's cold or not, he wears a wetsuit. If you do have an active grandparent in your life, uh, you're not thrilled about it, right? Well, well, I think you are somewhat. You're no? happy that they're taking care of their bodies and they're yeah. going to be with us for a long time. Are you, you worried that they're going to break and then you really have to take care of them? No, you just want to be like outshined by grandma. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to feel lazy because yeah. grandma's out there running every day. Well, that's just it, right? Yeah. And you would. Yeah. Or like if you were... Yeah, of course you would. If your grandma or grandpa is hitting like double blacks on the weekend and you're like barely... Like you don't even ski YouTube because mm -hmm. you just can't anymore you're worried about dislocating your shoulder yeah our buddy Geoff just shot a text yeah his mom up? and dad 72 74 they do boot camp twice a week no problem what holy crap that's incredible <sighs> although this, like Geoff's so super sporty though too so his parents aren't making him look bad yet maybe maybe he doesn't want to be sporty but he's like damn you parents <laughs> <laughs> I must play hockey all the time otherwise you're <laughs> a disappointment yeah maybe sorry Geoff <laughs> <laughs> we love you. But yeah, you yeah, feel the pressure, right? Incredible. Of course you would. Yeah. You would feel pressure. I feel the pressure. Absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Anonymous, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, hi. Doing fantastic. Um, you're uh, you're a bit up there in age, right? Um, It's actually not about me. It's oh. about my grandpa. Oh, oh Thanks, Haley. <laughs> Haley, you gave me an interesting description. I wasn't sure. She's typing really it. fast. Okay, so it's about your grandpa. Okay. Yeah, so my grandpa is 
retired. Um, He's probably close to 80 by now. Like, he's 77 getting up there. Yeah. Um, So, he still plays baseball. Like, he still is in a league. He plays, like, he travels and still plays baseball and all of that. But I'm actually calling because my grandpa, um, my mom and dad just bought a lake lot. And my grandpa told my mom and my dad that he could build the garage for it in two days. Oh, he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I can still do full construction, no problem. He'll probably do it. Oh, absolutely. He, uh, he built our bunkhouse, like for the lake lot. He built it in like a day, like, I like with him. My, with my mom and my dad helping. Like he just. He doesn't take breaks. He just goes, goes, oh my goes. God, he's like, like crash. Yeah, old, once, he's old crash. Yeah, yeah. That's this is my future right there. Once I start something, I will power through till I finish yeah, it. Yeah, I like when Crash and I are working on a project while I'm helping Crash with his. I just want to like sit down and drink a bubbly once in a while, and he yeah. yells at me. Mars like, is such a distraction. What? No, I just want to take a break. <laughs> you know. Yeah, my parents. My parents warn us. They're like, you know, if you come out and Grandpa's there, you 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 gotta help. Like, you can't be sitting down because <laughs> Grandpa's gonna be yelling. He's gonna say something. He's gonna get mad at you. Oh yeah! yeah. Wow, there good go. for him. Yeah, thanks, anonymous. Thanks, anonymous. Yeah, no problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Can you build a garage in two days? I feel like I could. If I got all supplies on site, yeah, yeah definitely. everything's everything's delivered. Yeah. It's dropped off. You yeah. got two days. You think you could build a full garage? Yep. Get up. Have a good, a good hearty breakfast. A couple coffees. Get to it. Get wow. framing. You can do that, but you cannot tell how old someone is by the sound of their voice. Yeah. <laughs> so you sound incredibly old and honest. I didn't want to judge. That was pretty funny. What are you like pushing ninety? She's like, excuse me. <laughs> She's like, it's not me. It's okay. Whoops. It's all right. Uh, Michelle, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Excellent. Hi. Uh, your uncle. Uh, your uncle's the old one. He's, uh, what is he, 86? He's 86 now, but until about three years ago. And yeah. my aunt was um, competed with them, too. But my uncle um, was the world's men's racquetball, master's racquetball champion. Damn. No way. Holy crap. Yeah. And yeah, so we traveled around the world. Yeah. Um, competing against people, there, there weren't any people old enough for him to wow. compete against. So did he, he did he always? Against, yeah, did he always compete right, in a certain age group, or was he like battling everyone? Uh, he ended up battling most people because they didn't have enough people. But huh. His background—he was in the military and he was a recreation specialist. Yeah. So he he was so now the poor guy walks with a walker. Because oh. his back is so toast. Well, oh. racquetball is hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's not underestimate yeah. what racquetball is. That's really tough. Good for him. Yeah, and for him doing that, yeah. what did you say, up till like four years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. He was in his eighties. Wow, Absolutely that's incredible. awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. No problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Um. So, like, if we went out to play racquetball, yeah, you know that we would suck. If I saw and this, this old, guy's like eighty-two. Yeah, if I saw this old dude in there, I'd be like. You're going down, buddy. Yeah. And then he'd make me cry. No, stay away from the from the old dudes at the racquetball court. Why? Because no one started playing racquetball since like 1984. Like it's all. Oh, like start, they are. It was it was the thing for a time, and no one's picked it up in the last 35. Good years. point. Yeah. <laughs> they are expert. Because it's too they hard. Know. It's yeah. too hard. This one says my mom is 78, and she did the mud race with us three years ago, and she killed it. Oh, I looked at doing the mud race. That's mm-hmm. 78 years yeah. old. It's That's a lot hard. of climbing and a falling and a... It yes. is. And lots of mud. Yeah, Not lots for of me. Mud. Yeah. Uh, Anonymous, how are you doing today? 
Hey. Hi. Yeah, good, good. Um, sorry, my dad will be 74 next month. Yeah. And he, he goes camping for three weeks at a time in the mountains um, yeah. in a tent. And if it's too cold, he will sleep. He has a bed, like an Ikea bed in his van <laughs> that he will sleep in if, it, if he wakes up with snow or something. Huh. But from May all the way until so the day they open to the day they close, he's there for three weeks at a time. Three weeks. Wow. So he's, he's living like off-grid life, like off the backwoods. Well, like at a campsite. Yeah. But in... Yeah, he's not camping how like Mars would like to camp. No, he's not glamping. He's like <laughs> camping, camping. Does he like? Are you, is he reachable? Like, do you guys can you reach him by phone? No, no, my dad is very no. <laughs> no tech. He's like no. I'm no. out here to enjoy the wilderness. Does he? Does he, he live? Does he live with a lady or with your mom or does he have a partner? No, no, he's he's by himself. Okay. All, so my sister lives in Jasper, and so when my dad needs to get Wi-Fi or something, he will go in. To the city and sit on my sister's front step and get her Wi Fi. But he refuses to go in. He's like, no, no, I'm still outside. She's She's at work. Oh, wow, that's hardcore. Yeah, big time. Yeah, Yeah, that's hardcore. Okay, thanks, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous. Thanks. Okay, bye bye. Wow. Like, that's uh, that's an inspiration. Sure. Um, I mean, no one's ever seen him out in the woods, though, have they? Wow, he could be at the Fairmont Jazz for three weeks. We never know. <laughs> His toenails yeah. look immaculate when you get back. He's just getting pampered. Dad, you were living out there. The softest feet ever. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's the river water. Wow. This text here says, my dad is 70. He plays pickleball and goes swimming twice a week. Mm. This text here says, my grandma learned karate in her late 60s. Oh, cool. She now has a black belt and has announced she wants to learn how to belly dance. (laughs) Yes. This text here says, my Jima is 75 and she'll take her little chainsaw and go out and cut down trees without anybody helping her. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. That's great. Well, someone's got to do the firewood because people hate doing it. <laughs> Take care of your bodies, guys, because you want to be these 75-year-olds. Yeah. Lumberjacking never ends. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Great stories. All right. If you're no longer happy in a relationship, it's healthy to talk it out and sever ties if necessary. But if that seems hard, you could probably just do what everybody else does and ghost them. This is crazy. In a new poll of more than 7,000 people, 17% admit to just having ghosted someone that they're, they've dated or they're dating. Yeah, I had to ghost a lady in Winnipeg. She wouldn't stop. Oh, she wouldn't leave you alone? Yeah. And then oh. she found a, she found my apartment. Oh. oh, see, that's not good. 19% admit to ghosting a friend and 10% have ghosted a family member. 57% claim that they've never ghosted someone and 8% said they don't know if they have. So they couldn't really say. Well, if you just stop talking to someone, that's ghosting. Yeah. <laughs> On the other side of things, 19% of people say that they've been ghosted by someone they were dating. 25% have been ghosted by a friend and 12% have been ghosted by a family member. of people claim that they themselves have never been ghosted. And not surprisingly, millennials and Gen Zers are far more likely to have ghosted someone and been ghosted than people 55 and older. Because, like, you don't make the phone call, you don't answer the phone, you don't see them at all. That's ghosting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't it the better way? No, I've been ghosted. It's not so You'd fine. rather the closure of, we're done, I don't want to see your face Yeah, you'd rather again. the closure. Is a little selfish to want closure? 
How care. serious what if, is what if the I relationship? Don't want the conflict? What if I don't want to argue with you in a restaurant? Uh, I don't, yeah. You've been together for a month. A month? Oh, yeah. You can ghost me on four weeks. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Six months. Oh, now we're getting into like time. Yeah. Six months is a lot of time. Six months. There so you're should already be mad about this. I don't want to have this <laughs> yeah. conversation now. It's I, ghosting. I think six months. Should, there should be some think, chit chat. I think six months should be like, you know what? We're, we're six months in. It ain't work. I, I'm not happy. And then I'd be like, okay, fine. Bye. Mm. And that's all it has to be? Yeah, I Yeah, think that's so. not what it is. Oh, someone said uh, it takes two to ghost. Yeah, Does one, it? one person has to be ghosted. <laughs> well, yeah, one person definitely ghosted and the other one's trying. Is that the deal? No. That's a ghoster trying to pass the yeah, so, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. one person it takes to go. It's like the, the chick I ghosted in Winnipeg. Like, I just, I stopped answering. I stopped everything. I'm like, she's a lot, and she's wasting my pay-as-you-go minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so min- this was a minute's time. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, is she worth the minutes? No. So I was hanging around some young people the other day. I know mm-hmm. that you guys just assumed that I might be eavesdropping. And, like, if I am, so what? They're uh, around. I'm yeah. pretty sure you were. Um, <laughs> and country. They uh, were chit-chatting about, like, seeing a guy going out on like four dates or whatever and like ginge they're like i'm not i'm not gonna chat so they just block that's a ghost just block immediately yeah yeah i guess yeah but it's not like six months it's like four dates or i feel like if i if i blasted a couple like uh, three texts and no didn't get a reply i think i would read the room yeah you think so a lot of people don't. Oh, and it's like, hello. Yeah, then you have to block them. <laughs> oh. I get that it's like, you know, it wouldn't feel great. But is it like if they call you and tell you like, look, I don't, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Or they just stop calling you. Don't you know it's not working? Don't you know both ways? You would think. I think the one person is always. Which hurts less? I don't know. Like I also wonder, like some people ghosted for a reason. Because yeah. some people love conflict. Like, I would, if I was breaking up with Crash, oh, yeah. I'd never tell you. What? <laughs> now you tell me. Yeah, are you kidding me? Oh, you and I want to do it in public. You would come home, all the locks are changed. Because yeah, right. it would be a thing. You'd yeah. be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Third time this month, everyone. So, so you kind of feel like how that person would react might not be like. Yeah, some people love drama. Mm-hmm. This text here, 56789, says, my partner of two years. I ghosted her after a lot of talking. Eight months later, I messaged her and she remembered me. Well, yeah, oh. it's only been eight months. Well, yeah, like you were her partner <laughs> yeah. for two years. <laughs> yeah. Did they get back together? Left a real impression on her. <laughs> I think, it's been a week. <laughs> I, think they, I think they got back together. And they can see the previous she sex says now, conversation. She says, now I love her. True love. Oh, oh. okay. Okay, all right. I took a turn. So there was oh. initial ghosting, but persistence yeah. paid off. Would you rather than just like a quick text like, hey, this isn't working out. I'm moving on, sorry, and like send and then block. Yeah, yeah, send and block. At least let me know what's going on because otherwise I'm assuming that you've gotten into a car accident and maybe you're in a ditch somewhere and yeah. I don't know where you are. But would Mars, you think you that wouldn't... of somebody though that you've gone on four dates with? Probably wouldn't care. Yeah. yeah. But uh, if you if you if you get upset about a ghosting, you're not gonna that's not gonna be satisfying. A text message would say it's over, thanks for everything. You're not gonna be okay with that. Like, oh, thanks for letting me know. Yeah. But like again, how serious is the relationship? I don't know. If it's like a four dates. I feel I like you care. wouldn't be able to block because you wanna know. Oh, like I wanna see them text me again? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'd ghost them on the ghosting. <laughs> They'd never hear from me ever again. I'd block uh, them. did you get my message? <laughs> <laughs> we broke up. <laughs> Just screenshot the previous message. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> uh, this text here um, says, uh, hey, guys, 
Oh, they were not dating at the time, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that person just wants to say. Oh, the eight months later. Oh, eight months okay, later. All right. Yeah. Says totally depends on the person. Some people need to be ghosted. I agree. You don't mm. want to deal with a narcissistic personality. All right. Well, yeah, some people, I guess, do they even deserve an explanation? Probably not. It is a coward's way out, but it is. I hate conflict. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people do. That's why the numbers are so high. Another one here says, uh, yeah, I would rather ghost or someone ghost me than send excessive texts or stalking. Mm. I'll gladly take Mm. ghosting any day. Mm. Uh, Jessica, uh, I got Jessica here. How are you doing? Hey, Jess. I'm good. And yourself? Hi, Crash. Hi, Mark. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um, so what's this? You, you, why do you get ghosted all the time? Uh-oh. I just think people don't like me. They don't like maybe that I talk a lot or whatever the reason is. Maybe they don't like that I'm overweight. I don't know. So, so like, I just wish they would be honest, like, why they're breaking up with me. Maybe it's something about my personality. Maybe I can fix it if they would tell me why they're breaking up with me. So you think, you think you can use this then as information gathering for yourself? Like yeah, to fix yourself? Yeah, to fix myself so that it stops happening. I guess when it happens I'm, often, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. It, I, that could be information to know, but I'm probably going to say it's most likely the other person and there's nothing wrong with you. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes people just, it's tough to find somebody who you can be yeah, with. Fully click with. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately those, for me, I finally found somebody. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, well, that's good. Okay. With the, uh, back to the ghosting, um, when you fire off a message and don't get a reply, do you just leave it die there? Or do you, are you like, hello, are you there? I keep messaging them for like a week or two and then if they don't message back then I'm like okay whatever but I'm all sad about it because yeah. even if it was a friend I had a friend and she stopped messaging me like she totally blocked me oh. and I called her back called her with my phone number blocked Yeah. and I said hey why aren't you answering my phone calls and then she hung up on me oh no Oh. oh. again I'm going to say yeah. that's more her than you yeah well I'm glad oh, you found someone I definitely know. I definitely know that's exactly what it was. But yeah. it just, I wish people would be honest. Rather, whether it's you or me, you need to be honest and say why yeah. you're not going to talk to that person anymore. Because okay. honestly, my feelings have been hurt so many times. Yeah, you'd rather the band-aid just rip it off yeah, and be like, be like, okay, well, bye. Yeah, like logically here, I want to know why. Here's the here's the answer as to why. And just gonna be like, okay, now I can go get over it. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, oh, Jessica. Thanks, Jess. I'm glad you found somebody. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I'm, I'm, That's tough. I feel bad now. I just, yeah. I'm no yeah. longer pro-ghosting. Yeah. <laughs> she you hear the pain. Oh, she sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah. She does. And now she's worried about herself because he's... Well, I guess it... Me. Yeah, when you... When you get uh, ghosted so many times, immediately you think, well, I'm the problem. Yeah, right? and you're not the problem. Everybody yeah. else is. But yeah. if you've ever broken on the wrong website. Someone? Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's the worst. Well, yeah, it's not good. It's never good. And yeah. if it's good, then you got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for a breakup well, and today. Like I've said before, oh, one person is always more upset. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you've been, yeah. in your mind, you've you've been over them for weeks, maybe months. Mm-hmm. And this is brand new to them today. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Like when uh, me and my bear wrangling ex, uh, Julie, bro- uh, we broke up with each other. It was very mutual and we got over it immediately. That mm. is not true <laughs> at all. What yeah. are you talking about? That's that's exactly that how like it the went. the messiest. I moved away. She wrangled bears. She uh, kept wrangling bears. As much as we've talked about her, which has been an incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I ever heard the breakup story. 
Did she just did she ghost you or was it like a Well, she was uh she was working for uh, Natural Resources. She met so, somebody. Oh right. Well, that was There was uh, another man, a better man. He was a park ranger. Yeah. I was a radio DJ. Yeah. <laughs> okay, quick poll. Quick poll, 5679. What's cooler, park ranger or radio oh, DJ? Okay, okay. Park ranger's way cooler. That's, that's, all, that's all we want to find out. Quick poll. Park ranger's no. pretty boss. Hey, 5679, you can, you can text DJ or PR. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Just super quick here. Haley, 20 years ago, a DJ was cool. Yeah. 20 years ago, I was seven. Oh, jeez. We don't need <laughs> that. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Park that's... rangers have been hot for years. <laughs> I've never met a park ranger oh park rangers get a gun uh her dad did oh god he was the head well, who didn't have a gun out where you lived in well, no his was issued a... by the government oh oh, oh yeah so... look at all those prs coming in pr well, means oh there's some djs here means... come the djs okay come on text dj, DJ. <laughs> if you're just wondering we're asking you what is cooler park ranger or radio dj you can text in pr or dj there is an awful lot of PR. There <laughs> is. Are you finding a park ranger around these parts, or do you got to head to the national parks? You got to go to the national parks. Yeah. Those, Those are, are the real ones. Even PR's local. No, no, no. But you were near a park. That was your first problem. What are yeah. you doing moving near a national park? Well, that's where I grew up, yep. and she lived in one. It was all park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I had to go there. And, is, she uh, still, yeah. is she still with the park ranger? Uh, are they still together? No, no. Oh, they're not. Oh, no, you no. follow her. No, no, when I, uh, <laughs> no, she reached out once when I was in Peterborough. Mm-hmm, yeah. Sure. And I'm like, no, I'm moving Maybe they're on. Back I'm I good. set that trap up. I yeah. knocked it right down for you. That's yeah. true. No. Is no. PR just a failed police officer? No, you care you about uh, nature and protecting uh, the police conservation. Yeah, but you're just after what? Poachers and people without their fishing licenses? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're real bad. Boy. I think I might be pro DJ. I think I'm pro DJ too. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. There you go. At first, I pictured like a cool like park ranger, you know, like they do have a hot bear, uniform. The good God, uniform. Do they ever? Yeah. Let me see a park ranger. In the shorts in the summer. Yeah, like the, for the Canada National Parks. Canadian Park Ranger. I just picture the bear, ranger. Smokey. That's all I see when I picture park ranger. <laughs> she did have a hat. <laughs> she had the Smokey the bear. She did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the park rangers got those. Yeah. Oh yeah, they even do the weird cop thing with the thumbs in their. Yeah. 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 Don't do that, cops. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, let's see. Oh, no. DJ. Here's, a, here's some park rangers. Are. This right. is park warden. Are, are ours wardens? Oh, well, maybe. I don't know if they are in Canada. I feel like they oh, they would be warden. Well, there's natural resource officers. Then, uh, oh. Rangers. Here's, uh, these guys look good, I'll be honest. Are these guys in. Canadian? Yeah, I think so, because they have the same uniform. I'll put a female up there. Uh, oh, I remember hers being brown. Like it was browns and beige. Unless they changed it. Yeah, maybe. They modernized it. It's been a while. It has been. It has been a bit. I don't know about the hat. Like the flat brim? I, yeah, I pictured like a Mounties hat, but yeah. it's not that. It's Oh, I pictured a Mounties hat too. Oh, no, this is oh, no, this, like looks, this looks like they're, she's in Britain. It's like an English Bobby, yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, what province it. is that from, Ginge? I'm guessing. Yeah, this doesn't look Canadian. Well, it's got French on it. <laughs> What and she's wearing a poppy. There's a moose in the background. <laughs> and a hockey stick on the ground. <laughs> it couldn't be more Canadian. This is a German photo. <laughs> okay, here. 
I found this is this is the you like twenty years ago. This is the Manitoba Conservation Officer. This is a picture off the Man- Manitoba Conservation Officer's website. Okay, oh, okay. is this like a current person? I'm, or? I'm guessing. Flat brim hat? Uh, no. Oh, the flat brim. They get because no. they had the flat brim. This could All be right. the very guy she left you for. There you go. Oh, oh, oh! oh. Is that oh. what they look like? Oh, that's him. <laughs> that's not cool at all. <laughs> oh my goodness! I do like a utility belt. Yeah, I like a utility yeah. belt too. Yeah, my bear, my bear wrangling ex's dad. Uh, he had the full utility the full belt thing. with everything hanging off of it, and he had a hearty stash. You gotta have the stash. Well, if you're in the service, yeah, right. You, yeah. Should. you gotta have regardless. that. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Also, um, our conservation officers in Manitoba wear the hats with the flipped up fur in the winter. Yeah, they yeah. yeah. Gotta I, like, stay warm. I like that. I like yeah. that hat too. You gotta mm-hmm. stay warm. I right? love that hat actually. Yeah. yeah. It's a great hat. Yeah. <sighs> well, whatever. <laughs> this text here, five, six, seven, eight, nine says Mars, that is not attractive. <laughs> you are not <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a quick 58 DJ. Oh. Let me see PR. Oh, I know what a. Ooh. What a 58. Well, no, PR. 58 year old radio DJ? No, no, no. I was counting how many DJs came in and how many PRs came in. Oh, okay. But, but it also pulls words that start with PR. I guess. So there was a the lot number, more I know. I, I, that's why I didn't share the number because okay. there's a way more. You got to do PR space, guys. Oh. PR space. Now oh, my God. Oh, now we're down nine. No, the, we got way more than nine PR yeah. votes. No, we're down nine off the total. Okay, so what do we got? DJ or Park Ranger? Who won? I think DJ's winning. Mm, I think Park Ranger's winning. No, DJ's like well over 100. Listen, DJ a DJ's not going to put you in handcuffs. Crash has got wristbands. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you're into, baby. Yeah, you're into some stuff. <laughs> not every DJ. <laughs> not all of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say DJ won that one. You sure? Uh, yeah. I guess we'll just never know. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess you're right, Crash. We will just... We need, like, a poll option in the... (laughs) We do. We do, indeed. Uh, All right, we all know the saying, one person's trash is another person's treasure, and apparently it works the other way, too. A couple in Florida stacked their patio furniture and their window screens on their front lawn Mm -hmm. because they were going to power wash them. Oh, perfect. Right? That's what you do. Yeah. But while the guy, the uh, guy who owns the house, went into the back to do some yard work, and the last thing he was going to do was power wash his window screens and his furniture, Mm. the garbage collector came (gasps) and took it all. Oh, no. (laughs) Did he pile it by the driveway, like at the end of the driveway? No, they're saying it was on the lawn. Oh. And the the couple, garbage people are like, oh man, heavy load. <laughs> yeah, the couple freaked out when they saw that it was all gone, and a neighbor's security camera showed that the furniture was taken by the garbage collector. Mm-hmm. The couple reached out to the company, but they didn't have much luck until they went to... The dump? The news. Oh, to the news. Even better. <laughs> Crash, there's one... <laughs> The the only the only thing that gets anything done the most powerful thing we've got well yeah what is it I know it's to the news, <laughs> to the news. sorry I read the room wrong here to I got excited about dump talk news <laughs> to the dump to the dump to the dump 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 <laughs> it sounds like the items weren't salvageable but they are going to reimburse them because they took it to the news the couple claims it was perfectly good furniture and they Ooh. don't know how it was mistaken for garbage and she said she was a little insulted that. <laughs> That they're like, oh, get this crap off the lawn. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so. Did they throw it in the dump, like the garbage truck that compacts it? 
I, I don't so know. They like never found it. Immediately? They never found it. For what it's worth, when you look at it, their front lawn is pretty small. So, like, maybe it could be confused for curb garbage. I don't know. I do have a bit of the news story here for you. This is his name is Barry, and Barry is upset about them trashing his furniture. Um, have a listen. Mm. I would never set it over here by the trash. I'm not going to throw my furniture away. No, I wouldn't be throwing perfectly good furniture away and then leave the cushions behind. And I can't believe that the driver of the truck couldn't sit there and say, you know what, guys? Don't mess with that stuff. That stuff looks new, which it was. Y'all made a mistake that day, and I'm just, all I'm, all I'm expecting is just uh, for y'all to own up to it and just move on our merry way. Okay. Is there a chance Bear knew what he was doing? Like planting the stuff out there? Yeah. Mm. Well, in hopes for this exact scenario to take place. He was power washing the window screens because they were the window screens are gone too. I can't get a good shot of his furniture to see if it was in fact garbage looking. Yeah. But like Marzi said, it is a tiny front lawn. It is a small yeah. front so it is a, a, it, it does feel like an easy mistake to make. And yeah. people throw out perfectly fine stuff all the time. That's true. It happens all the time. And like they got a job to do, the garbage guys. Yeah, they sure do. So like they're just doing they're their job. They're not going to stand around and be like, nah, go knock on a door and be like, no. is that garbage? Is it not? Well, yeah, because if they leave it, they're going to be in the news regardless. Oh my God, they would be in the news. Yeah. 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 Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Um, what did you put out on your front lawn? Maybe you just set it down there for a second and did it go missing? Maybe, I don't, I, I mean, maybe we'll get one person who said that it actually accidentally got mistaken for garbage. Did your neighbor just take it? Oh yeah, their front lawn is tiny. It's tiny. I would, I would think it's garbage. Like, would you think that it's out there though for your enjoyment as the neighbor? Because mm. mm, what maybe. is the uh, if it's on the curb, it's a free for all, right? Oh yeah. But yeah. if it's touching grass, touching, touching. If it's if it's eighty percent on grass, probably don't oh, touch it. That's a small yard. If it's on the sidewalk and touching grass, yeah, fair game. This community has no sidewalk. No. We got a lot of no sidewalk buddies here in the city. Yeah. 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 Where do you put your garbage? Yeah. yeah, Like if you put stuff on your front lawn, are you worried that it's going to be mistaken for garbage? Like pre-bin days. So we don't have a sidewalk in front of our house. We just have it along the side. Yeah. Because on our street, only one side of the road has the sidewalk. So does your grass go right to the road? Uh Uh-huh. It sure does. Oh. Oh. We just drag our bin. um, It sits on the road. Yeah. Right off of the edge of our property. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. I don't know what we would do. If I we guess nowadays with the bin, like obviously that's garbage. Yeah. But just random things sitting out there pre-bin days. I don't think if it's touching grass makes the difference. I think if it's touching the road makes the difference. As soon as like, it touches the road garbage. If it's 80% on the road, but it touching a bit of grass, yeah. that's trash. Mm-hmm. But are you supposed to throw your trash on the garbage or on the uh, road? Uh, maybe in Florida. I don't know. But I have if, no idea. But if you were cleaning something, let's say you were, you're, oh, you were yeah. power washing the Adirondacks. Yeah. You bring them out front. Yeah. And I want to make sure the water drains down the road. If you do it on the road and walk away, that looks like trash. It It does. does. But if you do it on your lawn, I think you can safely leave it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. This text here at 56789 from Canadian Mama. Uh, She says, good morning, guys. I took a stroller out of the back of my vehicle and it was on my parking pad next to my garage. When I came home an hour later, it was gone. Checked my security cameras to see that my neighbor just came over and took it. I went and knocked on her door. She didn't answer. So I went into her backyard and there it was on her deck. So I took it back. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's weird. Why did did she have a child and needed it or she just took it? I don't know. That's something else. Maybe. Hmm. And you think that if you take 
I have no idea. All right. I want to know from you guys. Um, what did you leave out or what did you accidentally trash? Because sometimes I put stuff out and no one takes it. <laughs> but is it garbage? Yeah, I want it gone. <laughs> okay. Crash has tried that. He's like, maybe if I just leave it here, somebody will take it. And nobody ever has. With a couple things. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> no one ever has. If this has happened to you, give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Um, did something go missing from your yard? Yeah. Uh, maybe you put something out in the on your driveway, you were cleaning, yep. and then... You came back two minutes later, it's gone. Yeah. You threw out the wrong thing. A couple in Florida decided to power wash, pressure wash their patio furniture and their window screens. And uh, they left it all out in the front yard, went into the backyard. Garbage guys came and took it all. Hmm. Very wh- thorough garbage man. Very thorough, right? Which means that it must have looked like garbage, even yeah. though Barry, we heard his interview, he said that it was brand new. Yeah. Like Haley said, though, like uh, people throw out all sorts of good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not the garbage man's job to decide. It is not. What's good and what's he not. can't go full, yeah. uh, you know, antique roadshow and decide if this is valuable or not. Exactly. <laughs> He's got a job to do. He mm-hmm. does have a job to do. So we want to know uh, if you've left stuff out on your lawn. Um, did it get legs? Did it go away? Did somebody accidentally bin your stuff and you're like hang on a second none of that was meant to go in the garbage it's always hard cleaning up someone else's stuff right? it is you can't because what's garbage and what's not yeah. exactly uh, yeah if it's someone else's stuff everything looks like garbage <laughs> <laughs> why are you keeping this yeah you're holding up everything right. like, garbage garbage you garbage you remove someone you're like what in the oh, hell oh, why I know. are we why moving this, this? house yeah. it's going on the curb yeah and I'm talking about the couch yeah <laughs> <laughs> this text here says guys my ex was a garbage collector a man was vacuuming his car inside his garage mm. he went inside and the vacuum rolled into the alley beside the garbage cans. <laughs> My ex came along and put it in his truck. Yeah. Long story short, the woman of the house got really mad at her husband over the vacuum being beside the garbage. <laughs> and uh, a fight ensued. I'm surprised they pieced together what happened to it. Yeah, you the shot back you, rolling down the driveway. You think it was raptured or something. Like yeah. it was some holy shot. Yeah. <laughs> like did it roll down the driveway and the garbage man picked yeah, it up? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I always knock one wheel off the shop back. Smart. <laughs> It'll tip over before someone steals it. Uh, Linda, how you doing? I'm great. How are you guys this morning? Ah, doing fantastic. Uh, did you end up putting something out in your yard and it got legs? Someone took it? Well, actually, my daughter asked me to take a bunch of things to the eco center for her. And she had most of them outside, but one was a carpet down in the basement. She said it was rolled up. So I hauled that upstairs, took it to the eco-center. Turns out I took the wrong rolled-up carpet. <laughs> oh, no. You, you threw out her good carpet. You threw out the good one. A thousand-dollar wool carpet. A thousand dollars? No! That's a nice carpet. Because, like, normally I just get mine at, like, HomeSense for, like, one ninety nine or whatever. Like, a thousand-dollar wool carpet. Oh. I, and I did go back there, but they had already... I, I went back about two hours later, and they said, oh, it's already gone. Oh. You know, they, you throw it in a dumpster. Yeah, it's already oh. buried and compacted. Oh, oh yeah. no. Well, what do you do? You're I like, mean, well, you do, do you your do? own. Yeah, you're like, you haul your own carpet then. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, that now sucks. Now I double check when I do favors. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Send a picture of this one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Thanks, Linda. Thanks, guys. Okay, okay, bye. Have a good one. You bye. too. Bye-bye. Yeah. That sucks. Grab the wrong carpet. Yeah. I think Linda went downstairs and there was two carpets and she just took a guess. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah. Or she just saw the, the first rolled up carpet she saw assumed there can't be any more carpets. No, I bet she she looked at the carpet. There were two there and she's like, this one looks like garbage. Oh. And it was the expensive it's a one? thousand dollar carpet. Oh. <laughs> Trucker Todd at 56789 says, good morning, everyone. This happened to my wife and I, I took my golf clubs out of the car to clean them. Went into the house to get a drink of water because I was parched and a snack because yeah. I was in the kitchen. Ten minutes later, came back. My club's gone. Oh, was it garbage day? 
Oh, no, I'm going to say like, someone oh, walked by. Free clubs. Probably have, Trucker Todd probably has some nice clubs, getting them all you know shined up for the nice weather. Mm-hmm. It does feel like, I'm sorry your clubs went missing. I'd be devastated if mine did. Uh-huh. It feels like an odd job to take a break during, though. <laughs> like, you're either, you're <laughs> either like, done with your clubs or you're not. Like, I got the three and four on done. I got, I need a minute. There's a couple clubs <laughs> left, but yeah, that sandwich is calling for me. Uh, Nicholas, how you doing? Good, yeah. Hi. Good, good. Um, some stuff left your house and ended up at Valley Village, right? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, by accident, what happened? Uh, so my brother was going through a bunch of his clothes and he had them in a bag and I, I thought he was done with it. So I took it and a bunch of other things to Valley Village. Yeah. Came back and, uh, you know, 20 minutes later, he's like, no, that bag wasn't ready. And he was all upset. So I raced back over there to see if I could get it back. And yeah. They had already dumped it into a big container with a whole bunch of other clothes. So, oh. uh, I spent 20 minutes with one of their employees trying to trying to find just his clothes. Oh, that's oh, nice of you. Wow. I would have walked. I would have looked at that thing. <laughs> I was like, like, I am not touching that. No, clothing. he can go to Old Navy. Forget that. <laughs> go to Old Navy. Forget that. Did, did you end up finding a couple things or no? no we found all of it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Holy crap. Good it was for all you. together by itself. Um, the yeah. big bin of clothing, does it smell musty when yes, you're in there? Yes, of course. Mm, I didn't find that. No. Oh, okay, okay, that's of good. Of course. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks, Nicholas. Thanks, Nicholas. <laughs> yep. Take care. Right. Yeah, bye-bye. I mean, you would assume. I just thought it'd be a musty old bin. Right, you would assume it's a musty bin. We call yeah. leading the witness counselor. <laughs> it obviously stunk to high heaven, right? It's a dangerous game. We all love putting things in garbage bags yeah. when we're moving. We yeah. do. Especially like clothes. All the time. Yeah. Especially like when you're when you're yes. just wrapping up the last couple of things. Like, yep. I'll stuff it in a garbage bag. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. I go black bag because they're way cheaper than the blue recycling bag. Of course, Snatch. Yeah. Uh, but in reality, we should probably put all stuff that we're keeping in a blue recycling so bag. So you can see it. <laughs> Clear or the clear leaf bags. Yeah, yeah. Something. Some, the extra Something. couple pennies so it costs it. per bag. Yeah. Save $800 of clothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dylan, your mom threw something out, right? Yes. Uh, so I'm a big hockey fan. And my when we were moving, my mom put all my jerseys into a garbage bag. Oh. And I had some pretty nice uh, jerseys like the, I think it was 2018 North American World Junior Hockey jerseys. Yeah. yeah. And now, like, we see it, and they go for pretty much, so... And then the movers, I guess, thought it was garbage, <gasps> and they threw it out. Because it was in a black plastic bag. Oh, you're kidding. Yep. Oh, no. How many jerseys would you say were in there? I'd say probably around 12. Half of them were signed. Oh, no! That is very disappointing. Did you attempt yep. to, like, track them down, or you, you knew they were gone? Well, well we kind of knew they were gone. But uh, we, we did try and track them, but it was kind of hopeless. Yeah. yeah, it would be tough to do that. Oh, what a drag. I guess never yeah. put anything of value in a black plastic bag. Yeah. Yeah, brutal. I guess we tried to label it, but I, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah right. it didn't, didn't go yeah. over well. Oh, right. no. Okay, thanks, Dylan. No problem. Okay, bye-bye. See? Bye-bye. The bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If it was it's a bag. recycling bag, there wouldn't have been yeah, a mix-up. All those jerseys, bags and gone. Mom, bags and mums are a bad combination. Yeah. Mm. Mums have no idea what anything's worth. No. And love to throw things away. <laughs> they sure do. Uh, Murr, hello. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, Hi. Good. Um, so what happened in your town? Things just started uh, disappearing from your yard? Oh. 
Well, so I live in Devon, and basically every year, and I don't even know what time of year it is at. It's sometime in the spring and summer. We do like this treasure hunt where people put like items on their front We've yard. We've heard about it. Yeah. 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 And all the time, people like people don't remember when it is. <laughs> so people will sometimes like put out their like I, like their their items on the front yard for whatever, like lawn ornaments or yep. whatever, uh-huh. at, or like planters. And people will just take them, thinking it's the treasure hunt. Oh. <laughs> You're like, oh no! Have, and we have this town ranch and raise page. And oh. it's like, there's somebody yelling out there about their items being stolen. Oh, and, no. And, yeah, it's just a big mess. So, like, but, if you yeah, do so some we, elaborate landscaping in your front yard, you almost have to put a sign to say this yeah. is not free for the taking. Or, like, or get the memo and know what weekend that's going on and don't do it, but yeah. not everybody gets the memo. Oh. Yeah. Well, I went for a walk the other day, or not the other day, this was in the summer. Yeah, yeah. And they had this planter, like, they had, like, a, a one of those big, like, wooden stand up planters in their front lawn and yep. I was like is that to take because I want it but <laughs> <laughs> it's the weekend of taking yeah oh man yeah I'm like I don't know I'm like I might just take it anyway <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take it and then head to the message board and see if someone's bitching <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much they'll rant and rave there that is great that's funny yeah, thanks for sharing that Mur. thanks Mur. Right. have a good day you guys you too take care <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love how Mer's like, do I take it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I do. I mean, if it's the weekend of taking, then you take it. Yeah, especially if it is the weekend of taking. Yeah, that's fair game, right? Yeah. Do anything on the lawn? That's Devin's rules. It's like that in Spruce Grove, too. Is it? We have a treasure hunt day. Everything that I don't want taken gets pushed right up against the house. Ah, it's, yeah. the, it's like the Wild West out oh, there. Oh, yeah. I move my garbage bins up against the house. <laughs> Who knows? People take anything. That's true. It sounds like she's checking that Rants and Raves page to just, yeah, find out stuff about herself. Because she doesn't... <laughs> she digs everything. <laughs> she could just her, knock and ask. Her backyard's just loaded with she stuff. She could. You're right. She could knock. But what if no one's home? And you're like, well, this is the weekend of taking. Haley, the weekend of taking in Spruce Grove, Do yeah. peep, does everybody know about it? Most people do, yeah. It's on the page. It's on... Um, They've got it on the Spruce Grove website and they have it. They've got like these big signs when you yeah. come into Spruce Grove. They have it on the rolling signs. You think in you this know. climate they would come up with a better name instead of Weekend of Taking. Oh, no, I, I think, think I just made that up. No, it's, it's called the Treasure Hunt. Oh, yeah. That is, they, they do have one yeah. that uses. Yeah. Mine sounds very religious. <laughs> the Weekend of Taking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mars taketh and she giveth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She ain't giveth. She giveth and she taketh away. Thank God my parents don't live out there. Oh, man. Uh, they, oh, they, Lauren they, would scoop everything. be a menace. Well, A, they'd forget that it was so yeah. they would put everything on the lawn that day yeah just because they that, would that'd be the day they want to lounge in the front yard <laughs> yeah they would the one day of the year uh-huh. and then if they did know about it then they'd be out there just taking it all he'd be slapping chains on cars parked in front of them we yeah. should have left the car in front yeah, of them right? <laughs> yeah, the weekend of taking Mars. yeah absolutely would the weekend of taking it's my right uh, yeah absolutely uh, would uh, yeah this this is the crash and mars podcast A new study just ranked the 10 most seductive cities in the world. Uh, They ranked each city according to eight different factors. Uh, Number one, how many, quote, strip clubs and sex events there are? Oh, okay. Okay. Like a a sex show? Yeah, like sometimes. Like the taboo show. The taboo show, show, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, How much money people make on OnlyFans in that city? Mm. Uh, How many people are Googling fetishes in that city? Oh. 
Okay. Okay. Well, all right, all right. well, nonetheless, uh, according to the results, oh, and how many adult stars are named after each city? Mm, okay. Okay. So according to the results, the most seductive city in the world? Yeah. London. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. London. Mm-hmm. Never been? Yeah. Apparently it's sexy now. Number two, Las Vegas. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm surprised that's not number one. Me too. Uh, number three, New York. Number four, Madrid. Hmm. Number five, Paris. Number six, Rome. Mm-hmm. Followed by Berlin, Toronto. Toronto. That's the only Canadian city on the list. Yeah. Sydney and Los Angeles. Hmm. When we were in Vancouver, uh, we, were, we were sitting outside at uh, uh, the hotel patio mm-hmm. and looking up at all the towers around. Yeah. And we could see one, one condo unit had like crazy LED lights that were like flashing like nightclub style out of this entire tower. It was just glowing. And we're like, what do you think is going on in there? Is it a gamer? Is it an OnlyFans account? Is it just some weird web feed account? Like what is, what's happening in there? Yeah, when you have, I thought I saw that downtown Edmonton the other day. Didn't we see that? Yeah, there's yeah, there's one. Not as intense as the one we saw in Vancouver, but they had a couple LEDs doing some fun stuff. So the person had like their windows open in their uh, apartment. So when you looked up, they didn't have like lamps yeah. on. They Like their place was dark except for these LED lights mm-hmm. that would go like bright pink, bright blue, yellow. Yeah, I've seen those. So what what are you doing in that lighting? I don't know. It could be a range of things. It could be somebody doing something on a cam. Yeah, yeah. Or it could just be a teen who decorated their room like that. Right? But like, it was I the love... whole apartment. Yeah, oh, it was a whole. Was... It's an OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? It's a whole apartment. It's OnlyFans. Because <laughs> when you're watching OnlyFans, I haven't watched any OnlyFans. Uh, are they uh, like really done up? Um, or is it so. just like just in your bedroom? You're like, hey. Either hey. that or it's a young person who just finally got adult money. And that's what they spent their adult money on. I do love LED lights. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It, it could also be too. I'm just thinking. I thought it was maybe a gamer, but obviously it's OnlyFans. You can, you can buy a box and some LEDs mm-hmm. that uh, you strap behind your TV. Yeah. And the LEDs will match your screen color. Cool. Like all four points of your TV, the four corners. Yeah. It'll match the colors and blend the color to your walls as the TV is, as the pictures on the TV are changing. I've seen that before. Why do we not have that? That sounds amazing. I know. I want it too. Set it up in my house as well. Oh, if you're game, sure. Yeah. I thought you were done with my LEDs. No, Because you're like, done. LEDs everywhere. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no. So that's usually a good sign. Don't bring any more in. That's how you can tell. It's Mars and Crash's apartment. <laughs> just flashing blues and things. Yeah, we're going to be the new OnlyFans condo downtown. <laughs> <laughs> no, the problem is, is when I open the pantry, uh, LED lights fall out. Well, oh. those ones haven't been installed yet. Okay, that's why I'm yelling. There's so many LEDs. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh, then great. I'll get that going. (laughs) No one seems to really know what's happening in those places where those lights are changing like that. Like, because like playing a video game, do you want like crazy flashing lights? I I thought it was a a gamer. Yeah. But I I mean, maybe it's an OnlyFans. This text here says, hey, guys, that's my apartment. I use it for stoner ambience. (laughs) (laughs) I I get it. I get it. It's just solid. But when it's like flashing and constantly changing colors, like uh, when you're you're uh, blazing one, you don't really want like right. I don't know. Because the light, yeah, because the lights change. Yeah. 
But it's the whole, like the whole apartment. Like there isn't, there is nary a lamp to be seen. And you guys know how much I love my lamps. Yeah, yeah. Oh, people are saying it's a sex party. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Trudy says, guys, my kid is 21 and her entire apartment is like that. Oh, okay, yeah. It's just the changing LED lights. When I, when I think about it, because uh, I have such a love of LEDs and they're so cheap. Like you can make a big splash in your place for cheap with uh, LED lights. Mm-hmm. If I was... Uh, out on my own in my early 20s, I probably would have LEDs everywhere. Well, think about everywhere. it. Yeah. When we were, uh, you know, like in our teens, yeah. we had black lights. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there's if, black light everything. If you had a black what? light in your room. Oh, yeah. And then you get the sweet posters that yeah. glow. And oh. you would put the stars on the wall and then you turn your black light on and they would glow. I don't think I want to turn on a black light in an apartment that I'm renting. I know. Well, yeah, you get some surprises. Yeah. You're like, oh, they didn't clean the carpets or the walls. Turns it on, <laughs> turns it immediately back on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made a very bad decision <laughs> renting this place. Uh, <laughs> this yeah. text here says, guys, my apartment is like that. I'm dancing on cam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, so like we, on you think, are dancing on camera. I'm dancing on camera. So yeah, probably like an OnlyFans or whatnot. Just okay. uh, messaging how much money you're making, <laughs> asking for a friend. Let <laughs> Haley know. As soon as those numbers uh, outweigh Haley's salary here, then now oh, she's moving to OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or we start putting LEDs in this booth. <laughs> That'd be rad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That'd be great. And a lot of people are saying they're gaming with their lights on like that. Mm. Okay. Mm, yeah. I know. I wanted to redo this studio here. Like, yeah. get rid of all this crap in here and redo it and make it look good with LEDs. Weren't there LEDs underneath at yeah. some point? They're There's, off There still are. shoddy ones that they're are glued off, under here. Or are they off now? Yeah, yeah. they're off. Oh, they're, they're probably on. burnt out. We should just redo it ourselves. I'm not giving this company I, my well, money. I know, <laughs> but like, we should just, it'd be cool to look good. And then when we leave, we take all of our lights. I rip it out. Mm-hmm. Rip the TVs off the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Repaint. <laughs> Yeah, right. Treat this studio like Johnny Depp treats a kitchen. Oh, jeez. You know. I'll take a crap in the corner. <laughs> That'll get changes done. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get change in this building. <laughs> that's right. All right, Crash, this story this morning, buddy, is for you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Now, it might seem like dentists are trying to torture you, but they're not, except in this story when they totally are. Oh, God. A dentist in Wisconsin is facing up to 20 years in prison. Oh, my God. For cracking his patient's teeth on purpose. Whoa, God. So he could charge them more money. Oh, no. He wouldn't know. His name is Scott Charmoli. He's 61. And it turns out he's been doing it for years. He wasn't caught until he sold his practice in 2019. That's when he got caught? Mm-hmm. Why? How did someone catch him? How would you even know? So he, if he's like, oh, you have a broken tooth, we have to fix it, and it literally is broken because he broke it, you wouldn't know. The new owners were looking through his records, and things weren't really adding up. The average dentist in Wisconsin does six crowns for every 100 patients. Okay. Yeah. He was doing 32. Oh, I guess in the x-rays, right? If they're comparing, like... The patient, yeah. uh, before they come in, their previous x-ray to all of a sudden, boom, broken tooth. Exactly. Mm. He'd lie, and he would claim an x-ray showed a crack in the tooth. Then he'd go in there with a drill oh. and actually crack it. Oh. Then take you back over to the x-rays, x-ray you up, and then show you, like, look, it's cracked. He billed more than $4.2 million just for installing crowns in three years. Oh, my God. Thankfully, I've never had any tooth drilled. I couldn't imagine that. 
You'd never know. You would not know. Are people getting second opinions on their teeth? No. No. I never have. No, I trust my dentist. I love the dentist. I know. Me too. I, I yeah. I, yeah, they're I, great people. They're really good people. Over never there. have a fear of your dentist. No, you have, uh, unless you're in Wisconsin. You have to drag me into the dentist. Why? Why is it so bad? I hate it. Is it because you don't like people in your mouth? No, I metabolize the uh, freezing really quick. Oh, okay. And every time I have a new dentist, yeah. I, have to, I tell them that, and they like, no, it's fine. And they, they just give me the regular amount, and every time, yeah. it hurts, and I tell them, and they're like, pfft. You're just kidding. And they keep going. Oh, my God. What, uh, but could you handle just a quick cleaning or you don't like that either? Oh, I every time I get, leave the dentist, there's like a Haley sweat outline on the chair. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I hate the dentist. Really? Oh, it just spikes my anxiety. Oh, I love it. Oh, I, I was, hate it. It's like a great a, mouth massage. The dentist getting like a chip refilled. Like I chipped my teeth a long time ago. And so every like, I don't know, every like seven years or whatever, they go in there and they remove it yeah. they, they put a new they one give in. Mars a new tooth they give me a new tooth <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> you sure do. sometimes she's whistling <laughs> sometimes I'm a whistling uh, and this time uh, they've uh, I mean obviously they went into the because it's my front tooth so they they go into like the roof of your mouth with freezing yeah didn't feel a thing that's great I didn't feel like because they put a topical numbing on yeah yeah I didn't feel the needle go in. I didn't feel the freezing go in. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't feel a thing. And then I went totally numb up to about the bottom of my eye sockets. Yeah, yeah. They just it, numbed down. It was great. Uh huh. And then he went in there, and he. I also. This was awesome. I didn't have to keep my jaw open on my own. I had little like jaw. Ooh la la. <laughs> what, are, what are those called? Like you kind like of a clamp? No, it wasn't a clamp. It was like a wedge. A, like a wedge. They put wedges. They put in wedges you. inside. Uh, oh. And so I could relax, and it was awesome. Well, probably because you're frozen, they could, you maybe. you probably clench or just they couldn't control it, so they just jam a wedge in. Yeah, maybe it was it was great. Mm. Well, that sounds like a good one. But this guy, this Wisconsin guy, can't be the only one. Oh, probably not. Oh, I'm I'm sure this is very isolated. This probably has never ever happened at another dentist. Yeah, this guy's in a lot of trouble. In the story here, his license to practice was suspended. Almost 100 former patients are now suing him. By the way, they don't even know how long he was just cracking people's teeth on purpose. Oh. He'd been practicing those since 1986. Mm. Would you even know if they showed you an X-ray of your teeth that it's your teeth? No, no. Right? How would I? You don't know. So they could show you an X-ray with a crack and then be like, "Oh, you have the cracked whatever," and you're like, "Ah, oh, damn." Damn, you have no idea. It'd be, it, it's, it's a tough, I mean, it's a tough gig too. Like, I love my dentist. My dentist is great, but I hate her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never want to see her again in my life. Yeah. And she's the nicest woman Until the world. following year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, hello. hello. If I saw her on a corner, I'd cut my car and just splash her blood. <laughs> but she's like the greatest woman in the world. And I loathe her. <laughs> and is that just for a simple cleaning? Like, you don't like that? Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't enjoy any of it. Really? No, thank you. Yeah. Isn't it great having someone floss your teeth though? No. You don't like that, eh? No, I just feel sh- I feel like there's a lot of shame. Because I've had cavities my whole life. I oh, feel like there's a lot of shame in Yeah, I, I used to, I feel a lot of shame. Oh, you've had a lot of cavities? Yeah. Oh, really? Although you, you like your sweets. No, that sugar's sweets. just sitting there. It's got nothing to do with it. Some people are just, you're just genetically born the with. Way your mouth. Yeah. Uh, I forget how they describe it. It's the enamel and the way your mouth, it turns the, everything into sugar. Oh. I don't know. I she tried to make either. me feel better, but I was as I was <laughs> mopping up my tears. Oh, oh no! It's hard in there, gang. Do you have cavities right now? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I'm in. Oh, you just stopped. <laughs> I, going. Took the, I took the pandemic off. Yeah. Did you? Two years? You haven't <laughs> no, been to the dentist. Really can't catch COVID. Oh my god! You're fine. I went three years without the dentist. Zero Ooh, cavities. Oh god. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go to Princess Auto, buy that dental pick set, and oh Ginger, I'm gonna lay you down in my office, and we're gonna pick your teeth. I don't oh like God. that they sell those. Why? What What good reason is there? For me doing dental? dental on you. Ah. Home dental work. I'll put dental some more gel work. on your gums, oh we'll fix you up. You'll it be is. good to go. It's for home dental. Oh. Yeah. I've had cavities before. Mm. I, I didn't I didn't have any my last visit, but like over the years I've had a few just they're not like a whole rotting tooth that you, they can just see a spot. Yeah. So they just go in and they, and they, they kind of zap it or do No, whatever. I think they fill it. Yeah, drill and fill. But you wouldn't see it because they, they do it with like clear. Do they do the big old metal filling anymore? No. Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Like what our parents and grandparents yeah. had? It yeah. always looked like people had like pools of solder in their teeth. Yeah, my dad has a bunch of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what have you got going on in there? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, the TVs. Can we talk about the TVs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a nice touch, dentists. Great. We love appreciate it. it. Yeah. But I can't I can't hear anything. Mm. The oh, they don't turn the audio way on? down. Oh. Oh, can I tell you guys a dental story? Oh, God. So this is like, because I just was at the dentist like two, three weeks ago. Mars is going to my dentist now. Don't ruin it. My hands are sweating already. Don't ruin it for me. (laughs) You were on the phone, Haley. You missed missed what I had to say about my freezing. It was awesome. You should go to my dentist. They they kick ass. They're so good. Um, But. (laughs) No, this this was all on me. So I was there to get like my chip and my tooth filled. So they had to. Like drill out the tooth, like where the chip is, and mm-hmm. then refill it like Bondo, like a car. And it was all really good. And they're like, "Do you want to watch TV?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Um, so they pull the TV down from the ceiling, they bring it down, and they're like, "What would you like to watch?" And they've got Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't want to like sit there and go through a thousand Netflix, hours of like nice. looking." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Oh, you know what? Just I- I put it on the Office." Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> We started rewatching The Office last night, so I know yeah. exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Um, it's a different time. It was, it was a different time. Uh-oh. Was it the diversity day one? Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Um, the jokes in The Office oh. are oh, no. not as, like... A- appropriate and acceptable. Yeah. So I was there for, you know, for some time, like maybe two and a half, three, maybe three episodes, mm-hmm. let's say, of The Office oh. while I was getting this done. And... Literally three of the worst, raunchy, bad, like not, these jokes did not age mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. A lot of race-based humor. Ran. Lots. Yeah. And they turned it up really loud so oh, I could hear it. Oh, God. <laughs> Mars loves it. It's just echoing through the whole office. <laughs> oh, oh it's horrible. I wonder, like, what do, do you do? I wonder if they think we're terrible people. Because when I was there, I went there uh, before Mars oh. and load up Netflix and she's like, what do you want? I'm like, eh, I don't know, scrolling through. I'm like, I just put the, there's a National Geographic oh. one on. Oh, and no, it was, no. It was the animals having sex throughout <laughs> the entire episode. I'm like, oh my God. And she's like plugging away on my mouth oh, and no. but there's animals having sex on TV. I'm like, oh God. Oh, the, the dentist comes in and asks like why that's on hygienist. Like, oh, he insisted. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And then Mars goes in and watches some old uh, semi-inappropriate joke. It's not semi inappropriate. <laughs> oh yeah, that show would not air today. No, it's no. Funny. Those are like what, like oh five, oh six. That's always like I can't believe two thousand five was like seventeen years ago. Until you watch an episode of television <laughs> of two thousand five. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels like nineteen sixty three. Oh it's my like, god, what are we saying? <laughs> Horrendous. I just, I just pulled up one of the episodes that I watched. I don't know if you've seen this, Haley. It's called The Convict. Yep. 
Mike, prison Mike. Prison Mike. Prison Mike. Oh, jeez. Have you guys rewatched that? Yeah, it's, uh, it's coming up next, actually. Awesome. Oh, no. It's try, next episode. Try watching it with a dentist in your mouth and his assistant beside him <laughs> with other families in the office. Yeah. A lot of accents. Oh, Michael oh my God. Michael Scott did a lot God. of accents. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> Some great impressions. <laughs> it was. Oh. Uh, yeah, don't pick the office. No. I just, like, I wasn't thinking. I was like, well, whatever. Yeah. It was one of the little squares that popped up on Netflix. Sure, I was like, just yeah. put it on. Yeah. It's like even watching old episodes of 30 Rock. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa, you're like, whoa. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, yeah, if you're thinking 30 Rock at a dentist, too, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. Love Tina Fey, but yeah, oof, you probably yeah. shouldn't. Probably shouldn't play that loudly in public. Stick with HGTV. Yeah, yeah right. You're right. The dental classic. Yeah. All right. This might blow your mind if you're under thirty or so. Calling a hotline to find out the time and temperature used to be a thing that people did. We've talked about this number of times. Mm-hmm. It still blows my mind. Yeah, but this part was actually news to me. It's actually still a thing. A lot of people do, and various hotlines around the U.S get over 1 million calls a month. Like a pick up the phone. No, it's for time and temperature. Oh, really? But it's everywhere. Yeah, if you're not, I guess maybe if you're of a certain generation, you haven't switched over to a smartphone. A writer for the Tampa Bay Times just did a big article on it after three hotlines relaunched in Tampa Bay. Now, what are the hotlines? It tells you what you need. The time, the temperature, and what the weather's going to be later on. But just like shout in the air, something will respond. (laughs) I know. Now, most of us check the time and the temp by looking at our phone now, so it's much more of a novelty thing. It used to be info we actually needed and we couldn't easily get, but now it's at your fingertips. Hotlines have been popping up back in cities because diehard fans are relaunching them and paying to keep them active. One guy named John brought a hotline or bought one in Dallas after it shut down in 2011. Now he owns hundreds of time and temp lines in other cities, including New York, Chicago, and Dead Horse, Alaska. How do you make money on that? I have no idea. Because like back in the day, they never ran ads. Do you have to listen to an ad before you get the current time? Yeah, and it wasn't a paid call. Right? Yeah, the, you never paid for it. The Tampa Bay Times writer said that he called a number of them and they did run an ad first. Oh, okay. So that's how they're making money out of it. Do you think this is people just calling that are looking for a companion, like just to hear a voice? Just anything? Yeah. I don't know. And apparently, if it tells you the date, the time, the temperature, and then it just hangs up on you. There was a time you could, with a touch-tone phone, mm-hmm. you could get access to anything. Get your time, get your temp, get last night's sports scores. Movies. Get your horoscopes. Yeah, movie yeah. Times. Movies. Yeah, movie times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a bit, of, um, a bit of audio here. If you would have called the Tampa Bay line last week. Yeah. This is what it sounded like. You ready? Yeah. Today is Thursday, April 14th. The current time 2.52 p.m. and the temperature 84 degrees. And then it hangs up. Huh. Did the guy that (laughs) bought it also, does he voice it? Oh, that'd be great. Or is that an automated I have no idea. Because think of all the voicing you would have to do. Well, you probably just buy a package. Because, yeah, he would be, he'd be recording for d- years. If I buy a time and temp line, I'm putting my voice on it. 
Well, yeah, it would be mine. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. I yeah. see. But would like, you, everyone. would you voice every possible temperature? You'd have to. I'm going to guess if you're passionate enough to buy the time and time. I line, guess, hey? You would. You've got time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, someone said the number here in the city is 421-1111. Let's find out. Let's find out. Do you think it's area code 780? Uh, probably. No, I'm going to say probably not. What is it? Well, you have to. 421. 421-1111. All right. What do we got here? And? Good morning, South Edmonton Storage. Oh, oh hey. Oh, I, I called the wrong number. I'm sorry. so sorry. Sorry no about problem. that. Thanks. Bye. All right. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, my God. South Edmonton Storage. She's pleasant. Call her back. Get the time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she does both. We don't yeah, know. Maybe. We, we oh, don't maybe. Know yeah. fast. <laughs> oh, so that's the number of a storage facility. Yeah, yeah. How, that wasn't enough digits for a storage facility. Well, it, uh, my uh, phone automatically threw a 780 in uh, front of it. I wonder if it's 587. Oh, I don't think they do. Do it again. Gross. Try it at 587211. You think? Yeah. And then 421. 421. 1111. All right, let's see what we got here. The number you have dialed oh, is okay, not, in not in service. Oh. Please check. Why is a GM emailing me now? Oh. He's like, stop. <laughs> He's like, stop. <laughs> you make is costing the company money. Don't call $1,000. We only have a budget to call <laughs> listeners that win. <laughs> I got one for us. Oh, okay. This oh. is Edmonton. Oh, okay. Hold on. Is this previous, previous phone number? New telephone number. Okay, you oh, ready? Okay. All right. 833-794-3556. That's a really complicated... The number you have dialed Dude. is not in service. Okay. Someone said try this one fast. Oh my god. You know this is going to end with me calling a porn. I know, I know. <laughs> try we have a dump button. It's fine. Yeah, right. Try this one crash 780 444 4444. Sounds like we're calling for pizza. A great pizza number. 444444. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. We have the wrong number. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, these that was secure. so friendly. That was West Edmonton Mall security. We can't f around with them. <laughs> I got one more for you. This is previous number, but let's oh find out. Oh my god, this is not going well. Seven eight zero four six eight forty nine forty. Whoever answers, I'm getting the damn time. <laughs> Welcome to Environment and Climate Change Canada's automated telephone weather service. Okay, okay. all right. Has been replaced with a new upgraded oh. service called Hello Weather. Please contact the new service oh by dial 1-833-794-3556 or 1-8-337. So in order to get the weather, we have to call another... And we still don't know the time. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> Yeah, maybe, right. maybe there's a missed opportunity here for someone in Canada to buy a <laughs> damn line. Yeah. Now people are just texting in their own phone numbers. We're not calling you guys. Big boobs. I got one more if you want to try. Yes. All right. Nine. One. No. No. <laughs> I bet they yeah, I'll get another email from Jamie on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, not man. a thing here, so just look at your phones, but... <laughs> It is a thing down in the States. Which yeah. Is neat. All right.
right. A lot of suitcases look the same as Ginger and Rachel know when they went home with somebody else's suitcase Whoops. from the airport once. So you may have stood at baggage claim and, and worried a little that someone may get your bag by mistake. But could someone also take it on purpose? Well, yeah. apparently, yeah, that's happening. A man was arrested after he stole a suitcase from a baggage claim in Atlanta, and he was found because the owner had an AirTag tracking device in the suitcase. Yes. Now, the guy had been waiting for his bag to show up, but then it never did. So he looked at the AirTag app and realized that someone else took it. He contacted security, but apparently they weren't able to do much. So he decided to basically crash it up. And over the next day, he started to track the information himself. Oh, mm. yes. Then he called the police and him and a police officer confronted the thief. Yes. When the guy answered his door, the thief who denied taking the luggage was wearing the guy's shirt and jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh, oh that is good. <laughs> yeah, the owner got all of his stuff stuff back. The thief was charged with theft, unlawful removal of baggage, and trespassing. It sounds like he just walked into the airport and took the bag because you can do that. That's where the carousels are. It is uh, weird it's that easy, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if the if the owner of the bag doesn't see it, yeah, anyone could be walking away with your bag. Right? Or if like your um like your your bag comes out, you're in the bathroom. Yeah. And someone could just walk in off the street and start taking luggage. And it's the easiest thing to play dumb. I'm like, oh, sorry, I thought that was my yeah. suitcase. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mimo, you meant to steal yeah. that bag. Yeah. What if, yeah, because a lot of people spend good money on luggage too, right? Like some luggage could be thousands of dollars and it just rolls out on this carousel and we just expect it to be we there. We expect it to be Meanwhile, there. Meanwhile, someone could look and be like, oh my God, a Louis Vuitton bag? I'll I take know. that. I it's, do that all the time. I see the Louis come bags. out and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, oh my God. Imagine what's in there. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, would, exactly. What I would give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why some people are so horny at the luggage carousel, like right by the drop area? Because they're worried about their stuff being stolen? Should we all be more worried about our stuff being stolen? I just thought they just but, wanted to get the hell out of there and get their bag quick. I hate those people. <laughs> that are hovering right just on Back the away. There's a line for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Stay behind the line. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because then you see your bag and you're like, oh, excuse me. You can't get excuse through. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. God. And then they give you a dirty look like you're trying to cut in line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So watch your stuff. Maybe put an air tag in it just for the hell of it, too. Yeah. Airports love that. I know. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about this story here. Um, I'm pretty sure that this kid's going to be fairly grounded now. A mom in Brazil woke up at 530 on Saturday morning and her nine-year-old son, Emmanuel, was still sleeping in bed. But when she checked again at 7.30 in the morning, he was gone. Mm. So she freaked out. But don't worry. He wasn't kidnapped. She called the cops and they started looking for him. But they couldn't find him. Uh -huh. Because he was already more than a thousand miles away. <gasps> Is this another Bloom Boy situation? No. It turns out her nine-year-old son, Emmanuel, snuck out of the house, made his way to a nearby airport, and boarded a flight without anyone noticing. How was he able to get on a plane? He flew to another city in Brazil, almost <laughs> 1,700 miles away. They, there's no checks? His mom was panicked all day until an employee for the airline called at around 10 p.m. and said, your son is fine. It turned out he wanted to visit some family members, his cousins, who lived across the country. He had even gone so far as to plan it out. They went through his Google history. He was Googling how to get on an airplane unnoticed. <laughs> oh, oh my God. And authorities are still trying to figure out how this little guy even managed it. 
Well, what a weird thing for him to even search, <laughs> right? Like your child's thinking about that. <laughs> he wanted to go see his cousin. I don't think I was thinking about that at that age. Well, I guess it also seems weird, the mom's story, where she checked on him at 5.30. Uh-huh. And then two hours later, he's gone. And on a plane already? Yeah, he was already uh, out that's, and that's, on a plane. That's a tight little timetable there. Yeah, apparently he was, uh, yeah, he flew away. You think your mom didn't check on him? No. Well, <laughs> she but, hadn't seen him in days. <laughs> By the way, the airline flew him back to the airport. He flew out of the next day. So he's back home now, but he is in a lot of trouble with his parents. Just a little jet setter. Yeah. Is the airline also in trouble? Like, for security reasons, people shouldn't be able to sneak on a plane, right? Yeah. I bet you this kid just followed close to an adult, and they thought it was uh, their kid. Although, I guess you still should be checking ID and stuff. Well, and also, like... And boarding passes. And boarding passes, yeah. Yeah, I haven't traveled with the kids since they were, like, babies. Or, like, or like toddlers. We were carrying them on yeah, the yeah. plane. So, I don't know how, like, how rigorous they are with, like, a child, like, a six, seven, eight, nine-year-old walking on by themselves. Do they just sort of assume the parents... Got it covered. Or if like a nine-year-old sees like Crash and I at the airport and just kind of like follows on our coattails. Yeah. So well, he looks like he's slide? ours. Yeah. But shouldn't they be, they should still check a boarding pass. Maybe he was able to like slip on yeah. by. Unless it's uh, like a really budget airline and anything goes. <laughs> oh man. So here's what I want to know from you guys. Uh, because of this uh, kid who hopped on a flight on his own, um, where did you go as a kid? Hmm. Did, did you, you peace out? You know, like what maybe like kind of a crazier thing did you do? Did you like take off on foot? Remember uh, we were talking, remember that we had that one person who texted and said they went to Red Deer? Mm, yeah. Do you remember that? They yeah. were like a little kid. Because I think oh, we were yeah. talking yeah. about playing outside late at night so, or whatever. Yeah, they just somehow peace out and got yeah. to Red Deer. Yeah. Did you go to another city as mm-hmm. a kid? Did you go to like another province? I guess in reality too. Um, if your kids have access to like your Uber account, they can book an Uber. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they could just get an Uber. They can grab your phone and put in an address, and they know Uber will show up. It shows two minutes. They go wait outside, and then the car picks them up and goes. Oh, that would have made running away a lot easier. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I got about two feet down the driveway and realized, oh crap, I don't have a bank. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and up until about I don't know, like when did Greyhound end? Five, six years ago. Yeah. You could hop on a bus and you'd cross the country. That's true. Yeah. I don't think there was anyone checking. As long as you had a bus ticket, probably not. You need parental permission to board a bus. How intense is Red Arrow? Yeah, like, could you be 10 years old and just get on a red arrow? Just and walk, walk up and grab a seat? No, I think now you have, you're like an unaccompanied minor. Same with, like, on a plane. Oh. Because yep. I remember getting on a bus, me and my brother, and we were unaccompanied minors, yeah, and yeah. we got put at the front oh. when we got uh, red arrowed. Oh, where where put, were you guys going? Uh, we were going to my grandparents' house in Canmore. Oh, they put, yeah. like, a lanyard around you, like, minor? No, they just put <laughs> us in the front so the bus driver could keep an eye on us. Ah, uh, yeah. How old were you guys? 13 and 12 or 11. Hmm. We were young. Terrifying? No. Hmm. It was a bus. I didn't really care. I was like, why can't we fly? (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking cheapskate parents. Put us on a damn bus. Putting us on a bus. Uh, Perhaps maybe it was just a thing. I mean, hey, if you grew up in the 80s or the 90s, maybe as a six-year-old, you were put on a flight by yourself. It does blow me away when you see kids flying, like very young children flying by themselves. Like they're accompanied by... Like a WestJet agent or Air Canada, but still. Uh, someone within, but still just them flying alone. Like I was the first time I flew, I think I was 21. Yeah. I was terrified. Well, just the airport itself. There's just so yeah, much There's room. so much going on. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. 
does um I flew uh, into Toronto. I'm like, whoa, look at the size of this. What do I do? Is it still a thing? Are people still doing that? What? Like Sending I feel kids? Yeah, like I feel oh, like yeah. the oh, age yeah, is more a, than ever. The age is a lot older though, isn't it? I don't know. I think it I think if you got uh, like parents that split, maybe you're living in different provinces. You fly with them. I don't think so. Not everyone can afford that. Let me see how it's it's way cheaper to just send your kid. Yeah, how I young? At, I think at twelve they can. I don't know what the can age they is. fly like solo? Yeah, without any sort of Canada uh, agent helping out. Children from twelve through seventeen years can travel alone without restrictions. Yeah, wow. Unaccompanied minor service is optional. That would but be if requested. That would be wild. You just see a twelve-year-old get on the plane, earbuds in, pull the tablet out. Um, yeah, I'll take a sprite. <laughs> I'll take a scotch. Uh, no a kid. Scotch. <laughs> get a coke. <laughs> yeah, it's not even the plane. It's all that stuff in between the plane. The like yeah, the getting to security, the security, the boarding. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Were you a little jet setting, suitcase packing, scotch drinking flyer at the age of seven? Give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Alrighty, we're talking about this nine-year-old in Brazil who ran away Saturday morning, snuck onto a flight at a nearby airport, and flew 1,700 miles to visit family without telling his parents. Were you that cool of a nine-year-old? No. I couldn't, even if I wanted to, I couldn't piece that together. One, get to the airport. To find my way to like to the correct plane I wanted to get on. Oh god, no. No, I would have wet myself. Yeah. <laughs> god, I, I was still playing with my little ponies. Right? There's I mean, no possible yeah. way I could have done that. His mom realized he was missing and called the cops, and she didn't find out what happened until the airline called at around ten o'clock Saturday night to let her know he was okay. By the way, when they looked into it, apparently he had been planning on it. He wanted to go see his cousins. Yeah. He had even Googled the phrase, quote, how to get on an airplane unnoticed. Which is wild. It's a good lesson for kids because all killers know not to Google things. Yeah. That's the first place the police look. Any of you kids up to looking to sneaking out? You should probably be checking your kid's history. That's a good idea. Maybe they're looking to get out. I should do a lot of more things as a, <laughs> as a parent. As a parent. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the history is the I'm, least of I'm your learning too. It's new to all of us. <laughs> it's new to all of us. <laughs> many, many years in. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story here. Uh, we'll start with uh, Natasha. How you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, your daughter flew as a minor, right? She did. She was probably about eight or nine years old and... It was out of Edmonton. Yep. Uh, she was flying WestJet. So you pay an extra $100 mm-hmm. as a, on a company minor. And they give you like this extra security clearance so that as a parent, I walked her right to the gate, watched her get on the plane. And you have to wait 20 minutes just in case there's some sort of like issue with the plane and they have to turn around and yep. then you leave. So that all went fine. She got there and on her way back, I, I get to the airport to pick her up and I see on the screen that the plane had landed and all that, and then uh-huh. she's not coming out. She's not coming out. Oh, no. So I, I go to the desk, and they're like, no, that flight already left to Calgary. It dropped off, and I'm like, but my daughter's on that plane. She was supposed to get off. So, yeah, it was a lot of panic, she, and then they turned that around. And Did she end up in Calgary? She didn't. They were just taxiing out, so oh. they turned the plane around. But. So she just didn't get all they they landed in Edmonton. She just was like, "Well, I'm, I'll wait to till someone tells me what to do," and nobody did. 
Right. She was li- like, she was young. She didn't even know that they had landed in Edmonton or where they were. And the flight attendant just forgot her. And they were in <laughs> <heading> the <to> Calgary. <laughs> Holy well, thank crap. goodness they were able to resolve that. But I would imagine you just freaked out, like freaked out. You know what? I was like, oh, some extra me time. This is good. Some more <laughs> me time. You're like, take her to Calgary. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, she, she gets off the plane with like a drink and some Pringles. They're just trying to make it right by filling her with sugar. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's like, she just got back from vacation. She's like, no, yeah. right back to the daily grind. Pretzels and Sprite. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great. Thanks, Natasha. Thanks, Natasha. Awesome. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, there's a lot of parents, too, that are pretty chill. They're like, yeah, my kids, the kid will get there when they get there. Mm-hmm. They'll well, be back whenever they get back. She knew where her daughter was. On a plane that was about to take yeah. off to a different city. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was backing up. <laughs> and fine. she wasn't supposed to be going to that city. This text here says, Good morning, guys. When I was four years old in 1989, I was put on a plane and flew from Edmonton to Toronto to see my grandparents. Mm-hmm. I just had to go with the stewardess the whole time. I even got to go up in the cockpit to see the pilot. Cool. Four years old by myself. It was the 80s, though, I guess. Mm. Can you imagine putting your four-year-old on a flight? You're like, bye. <laughs> to Toronto? That's a long one, yeah. That's, that's like a four and a half hour yeah, flight. Yeah, that's a very long flight. Maybe kids don't see it as a long flight. You ever spent four and a half hours in one place with one child? No. They they feel the time. They feel <laughs> the time. Yeah. It okay. goes slower for them. Oh, God. Oh, This text time. here says, my parents put me on a plane when I was nine. Flew me to Vancouver by myself to meet up with a lady that I didn't know. Uh-oh. That they had only known for a month. What? Uh-oh. This was all because she knew a great dentist and I needed to have a tooth pulled. What? Oh, God. So off oh. I went to Vancouver. I had my tooth pulled at the age of nine. I stayed with this woman for four days. <gasps> then I was put back on the plane and sent home. Oh, that's oh, weird. My God. With the, f- the price of the flight and everything, you probably could have found a good dentist here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents had themselves a wild weekend. Yeah, they yeah. were shipping you off. in the same city for <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want you to at all know what they're up to. That is to. not how dentistry works. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was just a tooth ball. Yikes. <laughs> wow. Um, Darren, hello. Hey, how's it going? Doing Hi. fantastic. Um, so uh, as a kid, were you just like uh, piecing out? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure why other than the fact that we felt we were old enough we could. Yeah. And uh, basically hopped on a red arrow out of Eggerville, took it to Edmonton. Wow. Went from Edmonton to Calgary. Yeah. Uh, had some free pancake breakfasts at the Stampede. <laughs> and then hitchhiked out to Banff and hung out in Banff for a week, camped in the camped in the bush, and then uh, hitchhiked back. How, <laughs> how old were you guys? I was 12. My brother was 14. What? Wow. Holy crap. How many days were you guys uh, out for? 21. 21 days, and your parents what? were totally cool with it. Uh, no, they had no idea. <laughs> did, did they report you missing? Like, what, what, what happened? Uh, they, they looked all over the place. I guess they went as far as radium because they thought that uh, they had heard a conversation we were talking about radium. Holy and, crap. Uh, so they went to radium looking for us, and then uh, we, uh, we hitchhiked home, and I uh, think we got home about 6.30 in the morning, and I was having toast at the dining room table when my mom came downstairs. How pissed were they? Older. Uh, I don't remember. I think I blanked most of them. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> they probably just you know, exploded you on you. <laughs> did they look for you guys for 21 days or did they, were they just like, well, eventually they'll come back? Uh, I think eventually, I think it was a, 
is because they probably thought we went out to one of our buddies out at the farm or whatnot and were hanging out there. But then when we they didn't hear anything, they probably called around all of our friends and then started started hunting for us. Then they're like, ah, oh, damn, wow. looks like we're going to radium. Just going all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> well, that what yeah, an adventure. I, I, I didn't understand why they would, because I'd never personally been to Radium. So, I mean, as a kid, you're only going to go someplace that you that you know. Yeah. 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 That is so, an absolute crazy adventure. Yeah. Thanks so much yeah, for sharing it was, that. It was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is nuts. I bet. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Ginge, you got to be concerned because you frequent Radium with your yes. family all the time. The kids know it too well. Mm. And this guy, his, he said his mom was surprised. I bet she was, because after three weeks, they probably had a funeral. Yeah. Like they, I'd imagine yeah, like I guess, the kids yeah. were dead. <laughs> Are you just assuming they're coming back? That's a long time to go without your children. You buy a couple little baby plots, you're yeah. like, yeah. Well, was, <laughs> 21 days. This text here says, guys, I was uh, going to the store to buy smokes for my mom. They had probably like crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought a bus ticket and decided to take the bus at 8 a.m. from Calgary to Edmonton to go visit my cousins all by myself. My mom didn't even know I was gone. I just bust back later on that night. With a with a carton of cigs. Until yeah, she ran out of ciggies. Yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Oh, my God. <laughs> she lights her last jar. Where's my child? <laughs> don't feel oh, bad. Don't feel bad. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> uh, one more on this. Uh, we'll go with uh, Poker Guy. Hey, Poker Guy. Good morning, Crash. Good hey. morning, Mark. Hi. Hey, hey. Um, so you uh, you ended up uh, boarding a train as a child, right? Right. So we we lived in southern Saskatchewan. We were going to visit an aunt and uncle in northern Saskatchewan. Yeah. I think I was nine. My brother was 11. And uh, we had to switch trains, too. Oh, my God. So, so when we got on, yeah. they gave us like the little yellow tag saying unaccompanied minor and stuff like that. Yeah. But the stewards were really good. I mean, they'd bring us candy and comics and everything just to keep us safe. How old were you? I was nine. My older brother was 11. Okay, nine yeah, and 11. Yeah, so you guys are training it yeah, all yeah. around uh, Saskatchewan and Alberta. Huh. Wow. I've never been on a train. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, southern, southern Saskatchewan, not so good. Northern was really good. Yeah. Cool. Huh. The accommodations were uh, perfect for you? Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was good. It was a good trip. Yeah. And oh. then and then as for unaccompanied minors. Yeah. My daughter, I'd fly her in from Grand Prairie to come and see me because she lived in Grand Prairie. Yep. Yeah. But when I would send her back, I would get a security pass mm-hmm. to accompany she at the gate. Yeah, a lot of people are texting in and telling us that story that parents can go right yeah, to the gate. Yeah, you can go right to the gate to make sure them, they get through. Yeah, yeah, get on the plane and then yeah. yeah. That's way more convenient. Oh, eh? and it's, what a peace of mind. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, until it was a, I think until she was twelve. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to accompany her. Yeah, and the, the first time it happened, she just threw a fit. Oh, you're like, but and it is what went. it is. You'll be fine. You've done this before. You're a woman now. <laughs> Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, six to ten on one zero two three Now Radio. One zero two three Now Radio.